Calling all units. Calling all units. Donut Shop has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040. Well, let's salute, my brother. Salute. It's been years. It's been a long goddamn time since I've seen you. It's been years mm-hmm. since we've met. And we see. Let me just drink this. Yeah, drink. Mm-hmm. So he's saying it's been years. Mm. It's been years. How many years, dude? It's been at least like what six, six years since the last time I six, seven years. Yeah, two, yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, something uh, like that. Wow. Did one of my actually one of my first heroes nights that I've done. Yeah. Uh, for police, fire, um, teachers, nurses, military. Yeah, you did the whole the yeah. whole board. Free show. Mm-hmm. Come on down to the improv in Miami. Mm-hmm. And back when it was at the Grove, right? In the Grove, yeah. 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 So fi- uh, we, that show was packed, dude. We recommend a five dollar donation. We're not asking for no tickets, yeah. but we donated to a police athletic where my man was here and killed it. Came <laughs> yeah. up on stage and ripped that's it. That's when I that's when I kinda sucked. <laughs> no, but you, uh, you said you had that some burners. Like, yeah, some yeah, yeah, it was cool. I wasn't like I wasn't as good as I was now, but it was right. it was one of those shows where like looking back at it, you're just like, I was saying that shit like yeah. that's horrible, <laughs> you know? Like that, those are the kind of shows where you're just like, I I could have done way better, but yeah. you know, you live and you yeah, learn. You like you're not you're yeah. not the best off bat. No. You know what I'm saying? So so seven years go by, right? Yeah, and uh, we we took our our own paths. Yeah, and continued success actually accelerated in in his his line of work. I don't know if it's accelerated, but it was it was it was fun. You've you've done stuff that people haven't done. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 So if you're in the if you're in the wheelhouse of uh, you know what we're doing, people take off and they go their mm-hmm. own little ways on their pathways and they do their thing. Oh, this guy's doing this now. This guy's doing that. Yeah. So uh, Cisco, um, from from the get. We did. I think it was. I think it was Florida's funniest comedian, yeah, yeah. or something. I think it was Florida's Let's funniest. Intro first. Let's Let's, are you oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> hey guys, what's, so up? Is what's up, guys? It's Nick from Nick Off Duty and Justin from Florida. And if you if you don't know, now you know. Uh, Cisco that Duran. Duran. He is zoom, uh, zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Is a, a comedian, local and a na- uh, nation. Did you go worldwide yet? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm torn across the country. I've been to every state, but uh, I mean, I haven't really been to like Louisiana and Hawaii and stuff like that. But I've been pretty much everywhere else. No yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. So yeah, which is weird. You're at a home stint right now. Was it COVID and everything? Um, I'm still touring. Oh, yeah. This is my first weekend off in ugh, in a while. Yeah, you know, like I just I still tour. Uh, just got to be safe. Got to get tested. Yeah. You know, got to wear a mask on there in the airport. Uh, when I get to the clubs, they gotta you know scan me and stuff like that. Yeah. So I still got to go through the whole process, but I'm still touring. You know, okay. still, still making people laugh, just at a lesser capacity. Yeah, because I, I saw um, if on your Instagram. Go, by the way, go ahead, yeah. shout out your Instagram. Yeah, Cisco Duran three hundred five. Uh, am I looking there? Yeah, Cis- yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's Cisco, the audience. No, this this is mine. That's Cisco Duran. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at all the cameras like shit. Uh, no, Cisco Duran three hundred five. C I S C O is not Thong Song Cisco. Right. I've been. I used to go. Yeah. Remember, I used to go by like S I S Q O. Yes. That's yeah. when I first yeah. started. It was yeah. like Cisco, and everybody yeah. was like, oh, Thong Song. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then I switched it to Francisco. All right. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, uh, we go by the Avengers rules. <laughs> but I think it's going to be out the window. This oh, is gonna wait. Be- no cousin? No, 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 no. If it flies oh. in Avengers, okay. it flies here. So, okay, cool. All right. Uh, so I'll just tone it down. So technically, <laughs> you're just a cousin character. However, for right? this episode, I'm Deadpool. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I'm Deadpool. I, I could cuss. I could, so, I'm Deadpool. 
for this episode. Yeah. Said Cisco, this is. I'll tone it down. I'll tone it down. Nah, It'll be okay. Do, hey, you do you. It's hey, okay. but, we don't want to hold you back. We appreciate it if the audience maybe uh, gets a little used to it from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it, it, we're bringing on people, and it, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Be real people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, be real. So, uh, so your reason why I say that I thought you were at a stem because you're now doing uh, some stuff locally too with yeah. some big uh, only in Dade real. Yeah, oh, shout out to sure. only in Dade. Yeah. Um, I saw you doing some of their comedy shows. Yeah, I did their very first drive-in show at the Desertland Park, uh, you know, drive-in movie theater. Yeah. Oh man, uh, dude, shows. it was it was two hundred, it was over two hundred cars, man. It was, uh, dude, it's amazing. Like it was, and honestly, it's the first time I've ever done like a drive-in. Like I've done theaters for like ten thousand yeah. people. Yeah. I've done sold-out shows. Yeah. you know, six back-to-back sold-out shows where it's like four hundred people. But I've never done a drive-in where people are listening in the radio and you don't hear laughter because they're in their car. Like, so, yeah. Did you tell them to honk if it's funny? So this is what happened during the show. Yeah. So um, Laz goes up, DJ Laz and yeah. Fireman Gooch go up, and, you know, they were, they were funny, they were good, but nobody, there was no laughter coming out. Like, you can't, you can't yeah. gauge how well you're doing yeah. when people night. are inside their damn cars, yeah, right? Yeah. So and Caballo goes up, and Caballo's, doing great but you know again nobody's honking nobody's doing anything so i tell i bring laz and, and gooch to the side i go hey bro i don't care go up there and tell them they could honk yes. they could flash their lights they could do whatever they want there you go as long as they think as long as they think it's funny do it okay. right bro that was like the turning point of the show Hell yeah. and then gene went up there destroyed yeah. it was just flashing just lights wild. everywhere and yeah. yeah dude and then i go up it was fun i i still made it i still made it my own show even though it wasn't my personal show <laughs> oh, was that makes sense? Yeah, what are you driving i'm it's a oh there. yeah yeah <laughs> no believe it or not like people Do some crowd work it was crazy is like i i have jokes i just yeah. enjoy doing crowd work more yeah. than i enjoy do, uh-huh. doing jokes most of the time so i did a lot of jokes um and then of course at the end i did like this lap dance thing and uh it was that was it was weird but it was fun yeah. you know like <laughs> i like I, I brought a chair to the front of the stage yeah. i had the the cameraman was mobile so you could still see it on the big screen yeah. had a girl sit down had people come up and give them a lap dance had this lesbian come up and give her a lap dance it was dope yeah. it was awesome it was right. a great time so, so friday night I go out with a wife and then some co-workers of hers and everything. We do uh, the axe throwing and stuff. Yeah, but we're yeah. in Fort Lauderdale. And so there's a place, there's a cookie place not too far. So I was like, hey, let's, let's go walk. It's only 0.4 miles. Let's just walk instead of driving and parking again. And so we're driving and we're like, what is this music? We hear this music. And so I know there's this big wide yeah. open parking space in Fort Lauderdale or parking lot. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, it's like a concert. And so we come around and we're like, dude, is that, is that Sia? Like it looked like Sia. It was a drag show. No way. But it was a drive-in drag show. It was kind of cool. And so we were just there on the sidewalk just kind of watching. We're like, do we need to pay a ticket or whatever? We were like, well, it it seems like you got a a free show. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we'll pay whoever we got to pay. But uh, it was was cool. They had the big screen like you're describing. They had all the cars. But some people were just standing near their cars. Some had, like, uh, convertibles. So kind of like a parade. They were sitting on the edge of the convertible but inside the car. For sure. It was just funny watching this girl, you know, catch it on the camera. You know, you could see her sitting on the side and then all of a sudden I watch her go and she uses her foot to hit the yeah. horn and stuff. Oh, that's hilarious. Horn, yeah. You know, they're just sitting there in the car you know, and hanging out. You know what, out. dude? So with it's, this, it's, it's interesting. With it's this adapting. whole, yeah, with this whole COVID thing, you just have to adapt. Like, I got this, uh, um, I'm in works with um, 
with these guys about doing an online comedy club kind of thing yeah. where it's like pay-per-view kind of thing, you know, yeah. and we're thinking about doing it. We're going to see how it goes. I think we're going to do it at the end of the month or in November or something like that. People pay like five, like five, ten bucks or whatever from their from their homes and they could see stand up comedy and, you know, it'll be live, like interactive and stuff like that. So I did it. I did it with a concert a band. Yeah. I like that yeah. hasn't. That was supposed to tour during the beginning of COVID. They didn't get to tour. Yeah. They did this thing where they were in this studio. It was, it was just, like, awesome. It looked like a music video. It wasn't like a concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a live streaming event. Like, you log on. Like, you bought your ticket. You yeah. logged in. And, you know, and they sold merch to go along with it. I mean, it's just how everybody's having to adapt. And it was really cool. And I was, I was just sitting at my house on my screen. Yeah, I mean, I love concerts. I love being out. Having people there, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it, it's 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 a big thing of me. But I was like, this is actually kind of cool, and it was cool because then, I, like, a couple days later, I was like, I want to listen to that again. Stream it again. <laughs> and, uh, stream it. You pay once and that's it. Yeah, you pay yeah. once and you had right. open access until the end of the month, like the thirty first. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. So it was cool. Yeah. I got to watch it a couple times, and it was and they played the a specific album front to back. So oh wow, the whole album. That's pretty uh, cool. Was that show, and then yeah. so they did three nights. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they have. There's a way that so you can do it um, and make it to where... Cause so YouTube has something called the Super Chat, where essentially it's like Twitch, uh, where they stream and you can throw donations. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I see that. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe an avenue, I don't know what your business plan is, but yeah. it can be free, but mm-hmm. you, hey, wait, hey, why don't you... Yeah, like just a, a little donating thing. thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and you might get, you find somebody, because you have to have a, a certain threshold of yeah. subscribers an hour to meet that, that Super Chat For sure. stuff. But if you link up with somebody like that, Maybe you might even get more shares and views. I'm just throwing out there. It's business stuff. But going back. Going back. <laughs> so, Cisco, we, yeah. we, I meet you at the Florida's Funniest uh, Comedian yeah. uh, show. You ripped it um, back then. Yeah. And whether you ripped it in your best material or not, I think it just, uh, um, your delivery, delivery is huge. Yeah, for sure. I can say something. And then you could say the same exact thing and, yeah, and, and just, you kill it. It's, yeah, it's just different. And I, um, yeah. when I didn't have that punch to it. You know? Yeah, for sure. So timing, delivery, all that stuff. So whatever, I meet you, and uh, we, we link up, we become friends. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to Heroes Night. Uh, and then you you do your thing. So what happened? Tell me, tell me what what, what happened to Cisco after <laughs> those years, man. You you linked up with somebody. You, well, you started moving, um, doing so, stuff. So uh, so I got banned from the Miami Improv. Nice. Um, it's my first band because I got banned again after that. <laughs> uh, I got banned from Miami Improv. But not Lifetime. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, obviously not because I got a show coming up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like thank a God, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, so the first time I got banned, I got in a fight with a comic. I'm not going to say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, got in a fight with him. He went and told the improv something that wasn't true. Uh, the improv believed him over me. Yeah. It was it was high it was like middle school stuff, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Classic. So um so they banned me, so they stopped answering. I used to work, I used to host every club every every weekend. Like I would do Miami one weekend, Fort Lauderdale the next, West Palm the next, then yeah. go back to Miami. So I was in rotation. Yeah. So just so, to clarify, <coughs> the improv has three sites down down here. Had three. What no, they haven't now. No, no Fort Lauderdale's yeah. gone. Fort Lauderdale is owned by the Hard Rock now. Okay, yeah. so it's a different entity. But you've done the Hard Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Maybe that's what I've seen. I just I did a Valentine's weekend and I had my own night there too. But hey. I mean, like way back, I, I saw a couple yeah, yeah. shows. There. Oh yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. He was always there. Yeah, I was. I was. I lived at all the clubs, man. At some point, I was at some yeah. show. You know so what I'm saying? Back and not to cut you off, but that was what it was. You were in Miami. Yeah. And then they they rotated you over to Fort Lauderdale and rotated you to West Palm and come back. Awesome. 
So I was in the rotation. So I always had an email, you know, hey, Cisco, you're available. Yeah, I'm available, whatever. They stopped answering my emails, right? Yeah. So they stopped answering my emails. They stopped answering my phone calls. Like, I would send an email, and, like, 10 minutes later, they'll be like, you know, that's how it used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when, so I got banned. So they stopped working me for six months, so I quit. I quit comedy for, I think it was like four or five months. I quit. I didn't want to do any shows. I was depressed. I was like, yo, I don't want to do, I don't want to do nothing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, then National Lampoon's opens up, right? Have you been to that one? No. So it was a club in Fort Lauderdale. It was, it was, very, it was very small. So they have a bar on the first floor, the comedy club on the second floor. It probably sat like 125 people, but they were in direct competition with the improv in Fort Lauderdale. So uh, Johnny Travis is hosting, and he's just like, hey, man, come come to the show let's hang out whatever yeah and i was like all right cool i'll do it i go hang out all the owners of the improv show up yeah like literally it was like three of them they show up yeah and the lady that books me showed up her husband showed up like it was like they all showed up i guess they i guess they wanted to see the competition they wanted to see the club Uh, whatever whatever it is whatever it is right so i see them come in and I and you know all these bad feelings and memories and I was like you know what I'm out and I I literally just like jet downstairs yeah. and I'm crossing the street and Renee stops me and she goes hey Cisco um, everything that was said we found out was BS would you like to come back and work uh, Carlos Mencia is going to be here on Monday would you like to open up for him and I was like yeah like yeah. you know I was trying to be cool I was like yeah, yeah. as you went and, to tour yeah. As, yeah. yeah like I'm crying in yeah. my face right yeah. and then um, and then I remember uh, cause I remember how I used to dress I used to have like really baggy pants and I not yeah. like I would just I, I just didn't really care right yeah uh, and then Joe comes out and Renee's like hey he's gonna host for Carlos Mencia and Joe was like yeah that's cool man just um uh, I'm gonna give you some extra money just change your clothes <laughs> Like, these are the owners. To, these, yeah, are the owners. Yeah, these are the owners. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to give you extra money. Just just buy new clothes. Just yeah. dress up a little bit, you know? Okay. And then I show up, do the show with Carlos, killed, right? Yeah. That was the first time I've been on stage for six months. And uh, and then he, you know, we got along. And, you know, a couple years later after that, he was like, yo, come on the road with me. And, you know, I'm still touring with Carlos Mencia. So it's, it's good times, you know? Cool. That's good. And then so, uh, but... Not only Mencia, yeah. but you also have done stuff on the... Uh, Kevin Hart had a show, yep. Comedy Central. That was interesting, man. And how'd you get linked up with that? So, they wanted to do a show in Miami where they got, like, you know, what they thought were the best comedians at the time, right? Yeah. Um, they did... Uh, so, they called me before they even did the audition, right? Because they were doing an audition at some weird place. I forgot what it was, right? And they called me, and they're like, yo, Cisco, you were recommended by the club. We love you. And I was like, yo, dope. Like, just give me the information. They'll go, we'll call you when, you, when we're ready for you. Yeah. So in my brain, I got the gig. Yeah. I'm good, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, but I can't tell anybody yet because yeah. they're like, yo, don't say shit. Yeah. Um, they invite me to the audition. A bunch of comics are there, you know, and I'm just sitting in the back because I'm not performing. They're like, oh, you're not performing? You're not going to be on the show? And in my brain, I'm like, yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it, right? <laughs> um, so uh, they do the audition. Dude, uh, whatever. I say what's up to the boys. Uh they don't call me at all. Like, I don't get an email. Like, Kevin Hart's going live on yeah. his Instagram. Like, yo, I'm about to be in Miami. Like, this is a week before yeah. the yeah, actual yeah, really taping. Last minute for you. <laughs> Bro, yeah. like, legit, I start crying, right? Like, I'm, I'm being a little worse at this time. I yeah. start crying. I'm like, he told me I was going to be my first TV credit. Yo, I get a phone call the very next day. 
and they're like, they go, uh, all right, Cisco, we need you to be in Miami at this time next week. And we're going to pay you a little extra to, to buy some no, clothes. No, no, not at all. Okay. No, no. <laughs> we want those old clothes back. So, so it turns out they chose me, JB Ball, Pam Bruno, and uh, plus Pierre. Okay. And, yeah, so uh, and what was crazy was right after that phone call, I got a phone call from Gotham Comedy Club in New yeah. York. And, why? and they were like, we want you. So I'm filming Kevin Hart Saturday. I have to be in New York Friday. I'm on tour with Carlos, so Thursday I'm in Kansas City. Woo! So, like, now I'm buying these tickets. Yeah. So I'm, like, in Kansas City, sitting up for Carlos, open up the show. Next day I'm on a plane going to New York, doing Gotham Live. Uh, it was me and Ahmed, Ahmed Ahmed and a couple other guys. And then did that, which was totally live. So if you fuck up, you fuck up. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah. Like, there's no going back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that. Great, great show. Get on a plane the next morning, land in Miami at 10 in the morning to film Kevin Hart that same night. Like, and then get in a plane on Sunday to go back to Kansas City and close out the weekend with Carlos. Like, it was, that was, it was a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Did you get on the, uh, excuse me, I'm, I'm a comedian. As you yeah, get on the plane no, no. Is, at all, dude. I was yeah. still in economy. Yeah, okay. so it was, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I bought basic economy, which means you don't even choose your own seat. Yeah. So, yeah. You're waiting in the line. Everyone we, else. Everyone else. Yeah, right. Now bored. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh, guys, I got important stuff to do. And they're like, who are you guys? Yeah, yeah. Sit in the back. Excuse me. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. You're going to know me. You'll, you'll know me. You'll know me. <laughs> Just watch TV soon. Because you'll be yeah. caught, watch comedy central in the next six months did you get to uh, meet kevin i met kevin uh probably one of the most humble richest dude i've ever met yeah like the dude legit sat down talked to us ate chicken wings like like we were boys you know greasy yeah. hands sucking his yeah. fingers and stuff yeah. uh i guess he partied the night before so he was a little hungover mm-hmm. but dude professional showed up did his thing funny as hell yeah and you know like then he talked to me after the show after we recorded because the show was like the show was crazy, like, because what you see on TV is not what you get in real life, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, on TV, it looks like everybody killed. Yeah. yeah. Not the case. Yeah. <laughs> like, not the case. There was some bombs in there. Yeah, yeah. But they filmed it and edited it to the yeah. point where it looks good. You know right. what I'm saying? So, he came up to me. I was the only. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was the only comic that didn't ask him for a picture. Because ever since I started doing comedy, I was like, I'm never. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. So I never asked him for a picture, and he came up to me and was like, dude, you're funny as hell. Keep it up. Um, you know, and he, he was just very nice about it. Yeah. Very, very nice about everything. He was like, he legit, he was like, yo, you made me laugh. Yeah, he, he uh, that, that show, funny that you were in Miami at that time uh, doing it, and we got approached... Uh, our agency got approached because they wanted to do something with police officers. Yeah, yeah. they did, though. N- yeah, but I'll tell you the story behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. Turn my chair yeah, this way comedy, now. Comedy Central, there's some, there's some, there's some mother jumpers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, they're very, like you said, hush, hush. You can't yeah, yeah. talk. You can't say anything about it. Can't. Yeah. So we, were, we started a vlog, and we're like, hey, can, you just, can we just get Kevin to say, hey, I'm here with Miami Police, and shout out to the vlog or whatever. And they're like, yeah, 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 we'll get that, we'll get that. We just need from you. We need two officers, a uni- uh, uniform patrol car, da, 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 whatever. They needed all this huge thing. I yeah. was like, hey, we just want to give me two minutes with the guy so we can be like, hey, shout out, guest guys, we're here with Kevin. So they're giving us the runaround. Yeah. It's showtime, you know, all the, the, the productions there, and they're giving us the runaround. And we're like, hey, so when are we gonna uh, when are we gonna get to do that little shout out with Kevin? What do you think? Like before or after? How's that? How's that gonna work? <laughs> so, uh, like, no, no, yeah, well, yeah, sure, we'll find it out. We'll put it in the bumper, whatever. 
it's not it's yeah, not no, it's not happening we're on to it yeah, you know? yeah i mean that's what we do as law enforcement we're like we're yeah, trying we to sniff, sniff out, out. Yeah, the, yeah. the bullshit so we're like uh listen we're gonna pull out we're not gonna give you our car we're not gonna give you the two officers because you guys aren't giving us the you know quid pro quo we're like yeah, yeah. you help us we'll help you yeah so they're like cool we're like what because we uh, we threw a bluff we're like yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. we're not gonna do it we're not gonna do it and they're like cool they pulled up with a fake police uniform. Yeah, yeah. They had, like, everything already <laughs> planned. Plan B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan B. I'm like, all right, guys, see you later. And we're like, what? Yeah. And then they were out. Yeah. They were already permitted. They, they, didn't, they didn't need us. They just needed yeah, yeah. our Yeah, they just card. wanted the actual, yeah, yeah, yeah legit. And, so. I mean, it turned out okay. It, yeah. was, it was okay, but yeah. whatever, you know. I mean, listen, that's how, that's how Hollywood is, bro. That's it, baby. Like, dude, like, literally, I've been on sets where they're just like, I'm, you know, like, I remember filming this commercial for. Uh, I have an NDA, so I can't tell you what it is. But um, I was filming a commercial. What's in LA. an NDA? A non non disclosure agreement. No, so, no, we're, uh, we're big in that. Police is all acronyms, so yeah, we yeah. stop and we're like, oh, you have to say so, okay. So NDA is um, non disclosure yeah. agreement. So I have an NDA sign, so I can't t- tell you exactly what it is. But I'm filming. I can tell you what it's about. So I was filming something for Friday, right? Like yeah. Friday the movie. Yeah. Um, and then, so we're on set. So, like, they have this guy that they're, you know, it's going to be, he's going to be the star of this commercial, right? Yeah. And and I guess he wasn't working out. Yeah. I don't know. They did, like, two takes with this dude, and they were just like, all right. And then the director, or, yeah, the director looks at me, and he goes, hey, man, can you try, can you, I'm not, I have no, I'm not <laughs> supposed to, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm supposed to be an extra. I'm yeah. not supposed to say words. Yeah, yeah. I'm not supposed to say anything. Yeah. Like, I'm literally getting a flat rate for the day, yeah. and I'm gone, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, dude, I'm eating my McDonald's in front of them, and they're just like, <laughs> like, I'm just, you know, because it wasn't like a real, real set. It was yeah, just yeah. like, we go to the original house where they filmed it, yeah. and they want, and, you know, I'm supposed to, like, like, I'm just supposed to do, like, like you know, uh, fuck, how do, what do you say? Uh, like, I'm just supposed to give them, like, facial expressions. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, React I have no, uh, yeah, I have no words. So I'm supposed to be like, damn, like that, you know what I'm <laughs> So I'm, those are the things that I'm doing. And then, so I'm eating my McDonald's, and the director looks at me, he goes, hey, man, you think you could uh, do those lines? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, like, and, and what's crazy is like, because I suck with business, not, not that I suck with business, but like, in my brain, I should have got paid more for this. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. when you have lines, you get paid more. Yeah. At least compensate you for yeah. the Big Mac. But nah, yeah. I got paid very well for that day. Hey, it, right. was, it was literally, I was there for four hours, and they gave me a day rate, which is about 1800 bucks. For that's four good. hours, that's so good. it's Thank not. I mean, good. after your manager and your agents take the money, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, so I do the lines, and they end up going with mine. You know, I mean, I don't know when the commercial is going to come out. Hey, because it was three weeks before COVID actually hit. Uh, so, like, oh, so I'm, I have no idea when it's coming. out. So, what out. was the project for again? Friday? You said can't Friday. Can't do it. You can't. <laughs> I can tell you, it's for, we were we were recreating Friday scenes. Okay, so but I can't tell you what the company that we were filming for. Okay, Friday yeah, yeah. the third. No, f- no, no, like next Friday, oh, Friday. Friday. Oh, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't see oh, what he just did. He went, Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry, <laughs> oh that, Nick. I'm back, I'm back oh, on track. Oh, man. Hey, Smokey's back here taking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're yeah. recreating scenes. We pick up a brick. That was, you know, we yeah. do all of that stuff. Yeah. So it's fun, you know. But COVID, COVID just messed up everything. Everything. Yeah, man. Everything. When I tell you everything, bro, dude, like, yeah, I had. I was supposed to be on HBO. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be on Euphoria. Uh, that got canceled. You know, like hey it's just uh, three weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah, yeah. it cool. was. Yeah, it was. It was flat soon. 
All right, so if you're like, hey, when are we going to talk about police stuff? Well, we're, oh, we are. We could do it. We're going to go in later on in, uh, in, you know, after a couple of breaks, we're going to talk about some police stuff with yeah. Cisco. Because everyone uh, who's human. Everybody has, got has questions. Yeah, questions. So we're going to go into that later with Cisco. Jump on a break. Yeah. And we'll be right back. All right, let's go. Hey, guys, I want to tell you where I just bought my last few guns from. Zulu Armory. I want to thank those guys. Rolando Garcia. He's a man down there. They're over in Doral, 1365 Northwest 98th Court, number 7, down in Doral. Not too far from the Dolphin Mall. Go check them out. They got great deals. They have ammo in stock right now. Instagram is great, too, at Zulu underscore Armory. Go check them out. They always show off what they have in stock. You can preview it. Just give Rolly a call. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. That was a quick break. <laughs> we're back in action. We, we have intermissions here. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Let's take it back to when you first started. Tell me how you started stand-up uh, comedy. Um, so I first started because I wanted to impress my dad, right? Okay. So okay. Uh, my dad was the life of every party. He wanted to make everybody laugh. He, uh, he legit was the funniest dude I know. Yeah. I, I knew, right? Uh, so we grew up watching... Uh, Martin Lawrence and yeah. Richard Pryor, and he would just die laughing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, like you know. And then uh, we grew up Jehovah's Witness, so my dad really couldn't, you know, he wasn't like a cuss. Like he would cuss when people weren't around, like yeah. a sailor. But then when people were around, he was like a gentleman, right? Yeah. But if there was a anniversary party that he like, everybody would circle around him, and my dad would like just flare off jokes. Yeah. Wow. And people just people would just die laughing. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna do that one day, and just I want to be that, you know. I didn't know in what regards because I didn't fully understand stand-up comedy as a kid. Uh, it took years after that. So uh, I always wanted to do stand-up. Yeah. So I ended up being successful as uh, working at uh, T-Mobile. I was making really good money before the merger with uh, – before they tried to do the merger with AT&T. Okay. Uh, I got fired. And then – but I was uh, – Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a bad one or what? No. What happened was I was making 20 20- – I want to say like $23, $24 an hour. I maxed out. Yeah. I maxed out at my level, but I was just a call center rep. Mm-hmm. I was making a certain amount because I was a, I was the top 3% of all their call center reps. Um, and uh, I was getting Spanish pay, and I was getting supervisor pay, and I was getting night pay because I yeah. would work nights. So I was getting all this money, and they were looking. And when they were doing the merger, I guess they were looking to cut ways. Uh, yeah. oh. So they, they called me into the office, and they were like, hey, Cisco, um, we, we want you to be a manager. But I was, you know, I was being reckless at that time. Yeah. And I was like, dude, if I'm a manager, I can't go, I can't go to no strip club till eight o'clock in the morning and come in and yeah. and then smell like booze and, yeah. and vagina. Yeah. Oh, you said <laughs> vagina. Vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like I can't do that as a, as a, people. You know, people got to look up to you. I'm 22, yeah. 21, yeah. something like that. So I was like, I, I, I don't have the mindset to be responsible. Right. I literally go to strip clubs every Thursday. I spend $500 for no reason. <laughs> it was dollar Coronas. Yeah. Like, I buy all my friends Coronas yeah. and just spend money on, on stupid things, right? So I turn it down. After that, they were looking for reasons to fire me. Yeah. Like, look, like they, were, they, would, they would listen to more calls than they would ever listen to. And uh, they caught me on one call. Not caught me, because that's quality kind of... quality assurance. Person. No, they, so they listened to this one call where this dude had... 
His bill was seven seven thousand dollars. Oh my God! This is what, at nine p.m. Uh, your minutes or you got to pay for no, your no. minutes. So what happened was he went out of town and he was roaming. Oh, the roaming was a thing, bro. Back and then. yeah, and dude, it was ridiculous. Wow. The dude's crying on the phone and I'm trying to comfort him and I'm like, dude, I, like you know, I'm sorry. Like there's nothing I could do. And at that time, they were like, listen. It's disrespectful because I was only allowed to give $10 credit on people's account. That's a slap in the face. Yeah. I'll give it yeah. with 10 Exactly. <laughs> exactly, oh right? God. So I this dude's asking for a huge discount. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what I could do? $10. <laughs> so I give him the 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> he gladly I give him the $10. That. No, no. But he's just like, yo, is there somebody I could talk to? Yeah. So at that point, I send them over to the financial department. Yeah. They take care of, you know, uh, payment installments and all that stuff, right? It has nothing to do with me. I send them over. They listen to the call and said, uh, you should have taken care of the customers. You should have never transferred them. Fired. They were just looking. They were looking oh, for dude, oh, yeah. I was the highest paid person in that, in that goddamn yeah. call center, bro. Yeah. They were looking for, I, dude, and I cried when I got fired and yeah. stuff, dude. It was bad. You cry a lot, man. Yeah. Nah, yeah. you know, just sometimes. <laughs> like, I'm a cancer. What do you want me to say? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, dude. I, but so my ex worked at T Mobile. That's where we met. And uh, I always talk about stand-up. I buy stand-up videos. And she was like, uh, just try doing stand-up. And I was like, I don't want to do it. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't feel like going through the hassle. Yeah. Her knowing how cheap I am yeah. told me that she paid $250 for me to perform at the Miami Improv. And that it was non-refundable. Ooh. Come to find out it's BS yeah. because you just have to bring 10 people. Yeah. She, so her thing was, she goes, practice. I already paid the money. You have to do it. Yeah. So I start writing jokes. She starts collecting. You know, she brought like 70 people to my show. And Damn. I just, yeah, and that's just how I started. I started doing, that's when I started doing stand-up. Like, once you do it once, the bug hits. It's like doing heroin. Yeah. I don't know about heroin, but I did hear stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that when you, uh, when you do heroin for the first time, it's, it's such an amazing high that you keep doing heroin to chase that first right. high. Yeah. yeah. So that's what stand-up is, and that's a good analogy for me where that was, an, that was such a high for me that I don't think I've ever – I've gotten close to it again. Yeah. I've, I've gotten so close to it, but it's, nev it's never the same. Right. So I'm always chasing that high from the first time. You, you know? walk out and you're like, wow. Yeah, you said you performed in front of a lot of people. Dude, I'm so... You're like, dude, I'm standing next to Carlos Mencia. I'm, I'm, I'm here touring with him, or I'm on with Kevin Hart eating chicken wings. Dude, I'm... <sighs> it just depends on the situation, but for the most part, I'm so numb to it. Yeah. You know, because it's like, uh, before I get on stage, I don't talk to anybody. Like, before I would talk to people and hang out and chill and stuff. I, like, literally, right before I get on stage, I'm in the zone. I don't talk to anybody. I'm on my phone. I clear out the green room, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I headline. When I feature, whatever. Like, it's, yeah. it's 15, 20 minutes. I could do that in my sleep. But when I want to put on a show that is for my brand, mm -hmm. I need to clear my head. I need the room cleared. I need, I need me time, you know? So, for, so when, it comes to, when it comes to that, like, like it's just I'm not – I'm numb for the most part. Like, I think, I think it will be different when I could sell out, like, you know, like a – 10,000 seater or something like that you know like that's when you know it'll be like a new high or yeah, something like that I think yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still gonna be in that same zone for sure dude and I, and I and I when you said that I locked in on that because even in like this the little things before 
Yeah. Uh, I would just, I would walk out of the improv and pace back and forth with headphones on yeah. and listening to music and I'm just like trying to and I'm pacing people are like well this guy's weird this guy's weirdo in front of the improv yeah. and then I would go in and go like when it's uh, uh, how many I got four more uh, two more okay and then I start and then I start making my way towards the green room but uh, you said something about feature versus uh, headline so, so those of you that don't know in the stand up world there's an opener, right? This is you have the MC feature and a headliner, yeah. Which is essentially your host, right? Yeah. Person that opens up, warms up the show a little yeah. bit. And they're they're usually what, ten minutes? Uh five to ten. Five to ten yeah. up front. So the show opens up. Hey, welcome everybody. Hey, I'm so and so. Blah blah blah. Tonight we got a great show for you. Hey, and they do a little crowd work, they do a little material, and they bring on the feature. The yeah. feature either travels with the yeah. headliner. Most of the time now they travel with the headliner. So that, okay, yeah. so that's a thing now. So where they just, the headliner is like, hey, and you're hand-selected. Hey, I really like you. Come with me. Uh, let's go. Yeah. And they compliment each other. Because, uh, no? Uh, well, you don't want, what I'm saying is you don't want uh, two of the same. There's a lot of headliners that bring on comics that aren't that funny because they don't, they, so it's like. So they compliment it's like, it's each like, other. Eh, I mean, I mean if that's the word you want to use, let but, this guy tank, but so I do good. A yin and a yang. Yeah, yeah. I, I, could, I could understand that, but I, I've never agreed with that. Yeah, yeah. I've never agreed cool, with that. Like, like, how many have you been to comedy shows? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen features be better than the headliner? No, ever. No. They're usually okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay enough to that you crackle, you like you cackle a little bit. You're yeah. just like ah, uh-huh, whatever, and you keep in your food and drinks. And by the time the headliner goes up, you're done with your you're done with your drinks and food, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, all you're doing is getting more drinks at that yeah, time. And you're, yeah, and you're ready. To um, I I never agree with that. I hate it. I um, you know, Mencia. Always tells me you better swing for the fences. Yeah, right. Yeah, he goes, yeah. you better make me work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I just I like it sometimes when like say that feature level is yeah. just maybe they're a different style. We know we bought a ticket to see this yeah. cat, they and we like that style. Compliment. But then we get yeah. this guy who's yeah. funny in his own right, but he just talks different. He's got a different yeah. swagger to him, and Dude. then it's like wow. That's what I was trying to say. That Sorry. Either they suck. Hey, I gotta say something. They yeah. suck. Or they, no, but you're right. But yeah. but ninety percent of the time they suck. Okay. Yeah. Ninety percent well, of the time the feature yeah, yeah. sucks. Or maybe yeah, maybe cool. they suck because they're here to see Cisco and Justin comes up with a different sense of humor. You bring yeah. it in a clown, or maybe they just suck. I'm well, just I'm well, just trying to clean just, it up. Listen, I've seen so many different features, man, and I'll tell you right now, ninety percent of them are just. It's not even that that they don't compliment each other. It's just, dude, it, it, they're just not ready for the feature position. Yeah. Like, And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't ready to feature with Carlos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like most of these headliners bring on features for a year. Try to teach them as much as they can and get rid of them. I've been on tour with Carlos for six years. Oh, wow. You know, like right. consistently. Like there's been no other features unless I have to cancel a weekend because I'm doing my own thing, you know? Yeah. So like uh, ever since I started touring with Carlos, Carlos was like, swing for the fences, bro. Make me work. He goes, make, and, and I, dude, I love that. Yeah. Like, a perfect example, I was doing uh, Umbrella with uh, a Dominic show down south, and I was headlining, and Gene Harding was a feature. I had a, I had a long night the night before. I'm knocked out in the green room on the couch. I wake up five minutes before I'm supposed to get on stage. So Dominic comes in, and he's like, hey, man, you're next. So I get up, I walk out, I hear yeah. Gene killing. Yeah. I walk out, and I see him getting applause breaks and killing. And uh, the girl that I was with next to me, I go to her, I go, I go, uh, what did I say? Oh, I said, uh, I go, oh, is this what he's doing? Watch what I'm about to do. <laughs> because to me, it's a competition. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love the feeling. Like, if you suck before me, yeah. 
I don't have to try that hard. Mm-hmm. I want to try hard. I want to give it, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I want to yeah. give it my all, you know? So, so when I saw him kill, I went up there, dude, and <laughs> I was like, let me show you something, son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's called playing to the level of competition. Happens in exactly. sports. People play down, play a, yeah. a scrubby team, and then all of a sudden... The, the the all-star team becomes scrubby. Yeah, yeah that's so, how he gets banked. And then the scrubby team plays up to the level of competition. Yeah. So it's playing to the level of competition. Dude, I, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten standing ovations before Carlos Mencia. Yeah. Before Carlos that's big. That's awesome. fucking Mencia. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it just happened a week ago. We were opening up a new club in Colorado. And very first club, it, very first weekend that they opened, uh, we're in Colorado Springs, Three E's Comedy Club. MC goes up, does okay. The other guy goes up, does okay. I go up, standing ovation. Nice. Carlos goes up, like legit. I can see his face, and he goes, "Oh, you did that," and goes up and straight brings it to another level that I don't, I've never experienced in my life. You ever pissed him off? Uh, we get in fights, man. We almost got yeah. into fist fights, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like brotherly love, dude. You're. Listen, man, you're, I'm sure, how long you been married? Uh, three years. Three years. I'm sure you've gotten into fights where it's like, what are we arguing about? Yes. That's, just, that's just what it is, man. We argue, dude, we've argued about fucking shoes, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's gotten yeah. to a point where it's like, no, nah, fuck you, no, fuck. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, you, you're always, when you're with somebody that long, yeah, yeah. as amount of time that we've been together, yeah. We just learn how to handle each other now. Yeah. Because at the beginning, I was just, I was just that, I was so hard headed, you know. Like I had to go to therapy and like really understand myself to like, to like accept like, okay, I gotta do things different and I gotta speak differently because people take it this way, but I'm really trying to show them this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but they're taking it as an asshole. Yeah. Because that's all they know. So me as a, you know, because comedy is all psychology. Yes. So. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's it's I literally could go up on stage and I could read a crowd or read a person's attitude by just looking at them mm-hmm. or and, you know, like jokes, jokes are even jokes themselves. You could you use one bat like you use one word that shouldn't be there. That joke's not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's that's what's crazy Delicate. about what yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, like you have to be you have for the most part, you have to be a really smart, intelligent person to do stand up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because it takes a lot. And that's why I got out. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to leave that one for you. (laughs) That brings us into the break. break, Nick's going to go in the bathroom and cry. (laughs) Hey, everybody, check out the new law enforcement boot from Hikes. Woo! Built to last, it's full leather, got a really sleek design, but still very formal if you have strict uniform requirements. Also, of course, it's super light and built like a tennis shoe, good for comfort and for foot pursuits. Anti-static, that means no shocky-shocky. So great for my Bontech guys. Also metal-free, great if you work around metal detectors so it's not beep-beep-beep all day. All their boots have a standard one-year warranty with these boots, you can add a year onto that, the one-year warranty, hence the two-year warranty, by signing up online. And guess what, guys? They are hooking you guys up for listening to the Donut Shop podcast with 15% off if you just go to Hikes and enter the discount code DONUT. So head on over to Hikes, check them out. You know where to find them, Hikes.com. And remember, guys, heroes wear hikes. And we're back. Buddy, buddy, back from the break, y'all. <laughs> so... 
uh, we were talking about how you started in, and then your girlfriend set you up two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. It wasn't two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, it was uh, essentially it, yeah. open mic nights. Yeah. So at these places, it's an off night. And then there's mm-hmm. no shows booked. It's usually Tuesday or Wednesday where they don't really have anything, and yeah. they're trying to generate income. So what they do is they get a bunch of locals to, and they would force us, not force us, but they would tell us like, if you bring ten people, we'll give you five minutes. Um, it's a requirement. Yeah, it's a requirement. Yeah. And if you didn't bring 10 people, you don't get on stage. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so think about it. They'd book 15 people, 150 people would show up. Yeah. And But back then, the open mic would always sell out. At, min- at minimum, yeah. 150 people. Yeah. So you, like, or, yeah, or they could bring yeah. 70. But when I was doing it, it was legit always sold out. The club, like, I think, what did the old improv where it was down, like, it looked like it was down in a basement. It was like Yeah, that was back, that was about 325 or something yeah, like that. seating capacity 300. It, so, it um, didn't look like it, though. Yeah. Like, it looked like it could sit 200, but they fit 325 in there. in there. Yeah. Bro, it was. So when you had an open mic night with 12 mm-hmm. people, 10, minimum 10, yeah. it was a packed house. Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah. it was a packed house. So, and it was good times, man. It yeah. was uh, is where I learned how to, you know, it's, dude, m- it was where I just, like, I'm, I'm a workaholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll legit, you know, do a show. And then I, back then I would do a show. I would finish my set, drive to another sh- I would try to do two, three shows in a night. Mm-hmm. Try to jump as in many, another, as yeah. many mics as I could get on. Yeah. Even if I don't get on, I'm sitting in the back so they could see that I'm sitting in the back, supporting, buying alcohol, whatever it is. Yeah. And so they could be like, hey, you want to do the next show? Like, I, I, I've messed up so many relationships trying to get into this business, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't have time. I mean relationships with a significant yeah with a significant yeah Yeah. you don't have time to be to have a girlfriend and make her happy right you know what I'm saying like you this is a selfish business Mm -hmm. you know so like my ex left me because I had the one that started me in stand up she 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 supported me a hundred percent beautiful woman you know what I'm saying supported me a hundred percent but the moment that I got a little bit of success she couldn't handle it she was like yo like I didn't sign up for this. Mm. Legit, that was her words. Literally, she I didn't did. sign up for this. <laughs> yeah. No, no, she did. Yeah. She's the one. She's the one that lied about the two hundred fifty yeah. bucks. Got me into it, and I was yeah. like, "Yo, like I'm going all in because that's yeah. just how I function. I'm all in or nothing." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next girlfriend, same thing. Like I was, I was decently, you know, okay in Miami. I was getting popular, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I got to the point. I got to that next level, and she was like, "I can't handle this." You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like it's. I've never really. I've never really been able to find somebody that'll be that's able to handle my career choices. Maybe a comedian, fellow comedian. It's the worst thing you want to do. It's the <laughs> worst. You don't ever want to date a chick that's a comic. You you don't shit where you eat. Is that what? Is that no, what? it's just it's not that. It's just there's a lot of egos in this business, man. And yeah. and like listen, there's and I'm not saying that it can't happen. Yeah. There's look at Tom Segura. He's married to Christina. Right. You know, look at uh, uh, I can't even think of another one. But mm-hmm. there's a there's a bunch of comics that mm-hmm. are married to other comics. Yeah. Oh, um, a dude from New York that does a lot. Rich Voss. Okay. Married to another comic. You know what I'm saying? But you just have to find if if that's what you want to do. You just have to find the right one that puts her her or his ego aside. Because mm-hmm. either one could be could blow up at any moment. Yeah. yeah. And you just have to understand it's his time or her time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's I just cool. don't have the patience for Think it. Think about that, though. You have a girlfriend, right? Yeah. And I'm going to flip it on you. And then she's like, oh, by the way, this guy picked me up, and I'm going to go tour with him. Yeah. And I'm going to be gone for you know, that, a couple months. What that's, do you think? What, that's why we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's tough, man. I mean, sitting in the other seat, that's kind, yeah. of, that's kind of a, a big pill to Dude, swallow. I, 
listen, man, and you you've done comedy, so you yeah. you know you you understand a little bit of how this business is because you were in it for I don't know how long were you doing it for? I, I started in two thousand three. Yeah. Stopped. Yeah. Became a police officer after a cop started again in two thousand and eleven, mm-hmm. and then uh, and that's when we met in like two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I can't even tell you the time. Do you? How do you count it? Do you count when you started, or you get like no? I never. Stage time? I never. I I count. Well, you never stopped. That's like the problem. I stopped for six months, and I don't count those six months. Oh, you subtract. I I literally subtracted those six months that, yeah. because you because yeah. it's it's doing stand up is a muscle. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you stop doing stand up, you kind of forget the little tricks and the little you know. It's a muscle. Yeah. And it's a hustle. Yeah. Because. I did it, uh, remember, uh, out of college, I started, and I was going, I did some stuff on the west coast of Florida, I did, uh, bo- uh, uh, man, what's the Boca one? Uh, New York Comedy Club. <laughs> you, you, you ever God been there? damn, that, was, that club was horrible. The New York Comedy Club, I did the Hard Rock, the Improv at the Hard when it first started with the red curtains in the back. I did that stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I did other little little holes in the wall. But it was like you said, three nights, uh, three three shows a night that you had to yeah. go. Yeah, you're gonna do a show, but you gotta line little open mics. Yeah, you have to time it. Yeah. You have to time it, bro. So you saw this guy with the Heroes Night and the, well, I met him before Heroes Night. But what what would you think about this guy with uh, <laughs> if, no. if you were gonna throw this guy up um, on stage? No, dude. I, the the way I saw it was a dude that that. Do you had, have any tomatoes underneath dude, the table? No, no. It's not even that. Like when. He would call me, and we would we would talk about his ideas and stuff, and like they were. Oh, and I've never, and that's one thing about me. I'd never tell anybody if that's a stupid idea, yeah, at all. Yeah. Like, no, no, it, I yeah. never thought it was stupid, yeah. but like I was just always, I'm always supportive, and and my my thing, my problem that I had with the older comics that we looked up to at that time, you know, like I wanted to do so many things. I was like, yo, let's do skits, let's do. Blah blah. Let's do let's do whatever it takes, whatever it yeah. takes to get known. And these guys were like, "Whoa, buddy! Like you're not take take your time." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and I hated that. Yep. And I but I followed their direction, which uh, in my personal belief is I could have been more successful than where I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. because I listened to these fucking guys. You know, I I held back. You know, thinking that they're they know what they're talking about. Yeah. But everybody has their own paths. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at Andrew uh, Andrew Batch or Bachelor. Who's that? So he's a comic that yeah. started back in 2010. Uh, King Batch if on Instagram. Have you ever seen look, him? I gotta look. I'm out Dude, of the game. Dude's doing Netflix movies right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Has millions of like probably over 10 million followers, right? And he was just doing sketches. He would do stand up, but he would do sketches, man. And that's what got him his fame and his yeah. money. And, you know, granted, it's not all because of stand-up, but stand-up is what started him. Like, I remember giving him stage time. Mm-hmm. I remember his oh, first yeah? joke he ever fucking wrote, yeah. which was... Me? No, no, no. I'm oh, talking about right. Andrew ba- uh, King Batch. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to let you off. Don't, don't also forget about it. Remember, <laughs> no, you were like about that. that. He's no. doing that politician. Let me talk to you about it. <laughs> right? I'm wrapping you around. Uh, but, like, no, dude. Like, he... he uh, he started doing he started doing videos, man, and he blew up. And I remember his first joke, which was talking about a baby coming out, and he pushed that baby right back in her vagina. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I remember, yeah, I remember his essence. You know what I'm saying? I remember his joke, like not his necessarily all his jokes, but his character on stage, which portrayed to his videos. You know, and yeah. that's what made him so successful because he just kept 
making videos and making videos until he made it. I think now it's there's other avenues. Back then, it mm-hmm. was the at least down in this circuit, the improv was the 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 top. If, yeah, yeah, that's you, where you wanted to be. Yeah, if you hit the improv and you're featuring, yeah, whoa, you, even hosting yeah. was like, wow, dude, it's hosting, wow, real, swear to God, anybody that featured, I thought was rich. Yeah, <laughs> and now, I want to get into and, and little do you know. Let's <laughs> talk about headliners. On, yeah. uh, I want to. I want to ask you about headliners and how much they make. Not mm-hmm. necessarily your your situation, but let's I'll talk answer. About, let's talk about like. Uh, uh, I don't want to get off topic, but we'll get to that. Um, going back, sorry. Um, th- that he was not, garbage. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn it! I was trying to get around. The break. No, yeah. you weren't. You weren't bad, dude. Um, yeah. You had. You were very charismatic, uh, from what I remember. Uh, you were uh, like a Latino then cookish, I guess. You know, yeah, I guess. Like you, he was very. He had a lot of movements, you know, and you, like, like it wasn't like very much like like that. But it, if I had to compare him to somebody, I'd say that was at that time that was the closest person I could compare him to. Right, yeah. So, and he didn't have bad jokes, you know. Um, I don't think he did a lot of police jokes or anything I like did that. Zero. Police yeah, jokes. I think you uh, wanted to avoid that. You know why? I remember you telling me why, but I don't now. If you pig. <laughs> yeah. yeah, imagine yeah. something like you turn. You could turn the crowd like this. At that time, it would have been good. Now is not a good time. Woo. And that's why I also want to get to that too. <laughs> you get so imagine I got on stage and hey guys, by the way, I'm a police officer. Let's get into these jokes. You got people that have bad run-ins with the cops and they're like mm-hmm. man, and they just get yeah. they get a bad distaste. So I would just go up and talk about anything and everything but police. Yeah. yeah. I think even on Heroes Night, I talked about anything and everything but yeah. police. I went in safety. on the police. I didn't care. Yeah, but that's okay for you. Yeah. Because yeah. But yeah, I, roast I, I had one uh, idea to be like, all right, so where are all my weed smokers at? Anyone got weed on them right now? All right, listen up, guys. I'm a police officer. I got, and yeah, I got my badge yeah. and everything. And yeah, like, uh, nah, I don't even want to. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> even even if you weren't a police, a little hack. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Forget that it's a hacky joke, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you are a police officer, and these people, I got a bag of Coke. Yeah. Now what do you do? Right. I yeah. mean, now nothing. You put yourself in a situation. Get a, go nothing, because at that point, that's your discretion, right? You're not, you're not, not on the, not you're not coke. on duty. Not for Coke. Really? Felony. Wow. Weed misdemeanor. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, put that, uh, the, throw that in the trash, whatever, and, and essentially, you got to, you Dude, have to confiscate that and turn it into property and turn it into evidence. I remember. And, but I can let you still go. I remember getting pulled over. Uh-oh, are we getting in the police stuff? Sure, whatever. Right. Uh, I remember getting pulled over. I was in my we Buick. Did. Yeah, we're good. All right, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, check it off. Here we go. We're going to get into the police <laughs> segment of uh, Cisco's interview. Go. Now, I, remember, I remember I was doing a show, and uh, I leave. I'm in my Buick. I'm, I have an 89 box Buick with Ooh. sitting on 22s. Like I have you know, 12-inch speakers in the back. It was it was dope. I decked it out, right? And I get pulled over. I always got pulled over in that car. Buick. Always got pulled over. It was a silver box Buick. Like, yeah, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's hood. It's a hood car to have in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> so What year? What year? It was 89. In what year? Oh, what year? Dude, I was probably... God damn, it was probably like 2010 or oh, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, 89 into 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, but I, I was getting pulled over heavy. I had a muffler. I had everything. Like, yeah. the car was decked out. Yeah. 
and I remember uh, getting pulled over, and you know, at that time I didn't do drugs. Now it's different. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Not, not here in the studio. <laughs> not here in the studio. The camera look. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just, now it's different. I don't do anything. Uh, uh, so uh, I get pulled over, and the cop was like, "I don't care what you have in the car as long as it's not coke." Mm-hmm. Sorry, God. And I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "He goes as long as you don't have coke, I'll let you go." And I was like, "Sir, I do no drugs." Yeah. You know, like I have no drugs. That's how he came off. He came off. He was like, he was like, dude, because you know I don't look guilty per se. I mean, we'll and we'll go over that in a second, right? Like, I like I look like an at that time maybe not not now whatever, but at that time I was a young kid. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't wear ghetto clothes or anything like that. I wasn't like, you know, and I know people are probably thinking like, oh, what does he mean by ghetto? But like, but you know. You know, I, it, there's. I always have like I've had conversations with cops about this all the time. Um, I wasn't. I didn't fit a profile per se. All right. Right. And he was just like, "Dude, don't care what you have in the car as long as it's not coke." And I was like, "Sir, I don't have no drugs." Brought in the dogs, sniffed my car, whatever. Let me go. And I remember ever since that day, I was just like, "Dude, like." Like, there's good cops and there's weird cops and there's bad cops. Yeah. You know, like, and because that, that, I always remember that incident. I remember the Hard Rock incident where a dog, like, literally, like, bit my, my, the inside of my car, thinking there was drugs. Yeah. He chewed off of my oh, seat, you, you know, scratched, you. scratched my fucking car. Like, dude, it was bad. Really? And, dude, they held me up against my car, put me in handcuffs, and found nothing. Yeah. Destroyed my car. Yeah. Oh. And found nothing. All but because... Seminal police. I don't know. It's police. To me, police is police. It was at the Hard Rock? It was in the parking garage at the Hard Rock. So Seminole, it's probably Seminole police. The tribe of Sem- yeah. the tri- Seminole tribe. But I just remember... A different rule book. They operate in it under a different Dude, set of laws. I just remember it was four of our cars. I, I come in. I park. We're all having a good time. You know, we're not drinking yet. Yeah. You know, so I pull in and literally seven squad cars come up and destroyed the inside of my car, bro. It was Sheesh. it was the worst, worst. No, nah, it's not the worst running I've ever had with the police. <laughs> I've had worse on the road, but all right. So going, let's let's dissect mm-hmm. the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where were you? Do you remember? Exactly? I was off of Okeechobee by Porky's. Uh, that's the where strip the club. first one was. That was the first one. So you're leaving the strip club? I was leaving. You said Porky's because. Well, because Porky's is where I used to do Thursdays because it was Dollar Corona. So I know that place very well. <laughs> uh, Porky's, is it true about Porky's? About the what? Getting raided and all that? Nah. Well, maybe. Yeah, they would always get raided. They would get raided. I would. I was there when they got raided, and then they let them go and started the party back up. Let me ask you, since you were in that scene at Porky's, where? Did you ever see any drug use or anything? For sure, dude. I, I mean, listen, I was like looking back at it. Yeah. Like at the time, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. again, I don't know drug deals. I yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. It's only what I've seen on TVs. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I don't. At that time, I was naive. So I didn't know people were going to the bathroom to do bumps. And like, yeah. I didn't know any of that. What, I had no what clue. Workies? Is it a bar? It's, it's a, a strip club. Strip club. Okay. I Ca- uh, catch up. Catch I'm up. Talking from what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so I, I was naive. So now as an adult looking back and, and like seeing people's, like remembering people's reactions, I'm like, that's why six people walk to the bathroom at the same time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like, like now yeah. it's now as an adult, I'm like, yo, I'm not that stupid anymore. But, yeah. but yeah, there was a bunch of illegal stuff so going you down. you by Porky's when you got, when I you was got by Porky's. Over. I remember I pulled into a little, 
Did um, you leave Porky's parking No, no, I was doing uh, just in the area. I was just in the area, just driving by because I forgot. Uh, it was probably like 11. Okay. Well, not too bad. It's yeah. not, you know. Nighttime, nighttime. Nighttime. Slightly yeah. respectable. And I just got pulled over for no reason. I wasn't speeding. I wasn't. My tag was up to date. I had no tints on the car because I wanted people to see me driving my car, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, like, I did nothing. And I got pulled over and they were just like, they were just looking for coke. Yeah. That's all. So <clears throat> I'm just trying to I'm trying to get what did he give you the, uh, the, the cocaine in the truck. I was young, so he just I didn't. No, no, I'm talking about what what what's the, when he pulled up to your car. That was the first thing he asked. He was yeah. like, "Do you have any drugs in your car? I don't care what I don't care what drugs you have as long as it's not cocaine." Yeah, that's not a good. Approach. That was the first thing he told me. That's not a good approach. He didn't tell me why he I was getting pulled over, and at the at that time I was I didn't know the procedure. Like I'm a young kid, like I'm, I was scared. There's you know? there's. There's um there's a tactic that you that you use you know and uh, and it's usually after the first the first approach and and this is just some street cop stuff that I'm yeah. telling you is that you know I approach the car right and I don't know what this person's doing hey this this is why I pulled you over X Y and Z mm-hmm. uh, okay real uh, cool thank you so much uh, I'm gonna go go back and run the your license everything checks out you'll be good to go hey uh, real quick there's no drugs dead bodies. Uh, bombs, and, uh, bombs yeah. uh, in the car. And, and I've then, never got questioned by a bomb ever. Right, no, was, but right. bombs always a good icebreaker. It yeah, yeah. Makes somebody you can test oh, their okay. comfort level. Yeah, yeah. So you right away you're, you you get that reaction. Yeah. So if there's something in there, like, what? <laughs> so you mm. get a, you're just trying to read, like you say, you read a crowd as a yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to read the person. So maybe that this is a guy who just had a a poor way. Of trying to get a read on yeah. somebody, yeah. Hey, just by the way, like that's how you not yeah. stop somebody, you know. And and I don't expect there to be anything in there, but you throw it out there as a read. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there, and they go, and they laugh. Some people will laugh and be like what? No. Some people will get real serious and they'll be like, oh, no, 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 sir, oh, no, sir. So I'm just trying to pick up on the tells of what they're doing and yeah. and. Uh, police work is if you're good, you understand psychology and the of course. way the body works yeah, and yeah. tells. So you're looking for tells. I'm looking for somebody starts touching their pocket. No, no, no. It's because they have something in their pocket. They're trying to hide something. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're just looking at everything and trying to take everything in. So I just throw something out there, see the way they react, and if they react normal, like they're gonna laugh it off. <laughs> Damn, buddy, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, this this police officer is funny. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, all right, and then boom, come back. Hey, have a nice day. Do me a favor, just buckle up. Do me a favor, fix your tints. Do yeah. me a favor. And I don't. I don't like to write tickets. That was one thing I hated writing tickets. And uh, it's funny. Because is, it, is it a myth that you have a quota? No, but there is a. So, for instance, if I'm a traffic cop, and my my duty is to enforce traffic, traffic laws. Yeah. If I'm uh, the whole month and I go with writing no tickets, what are you doing? Yeah, they're like, what are you? What yeah. are you really doing out there in those streets? It's yeah. a way to gauge your productivity yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, and your decision making. I feel that. Yeah, like, okay. if you did. 200 traffic stops. You made zero arrests and you wrote zero tickets. Why are you doing 200 traffic stops? Yeah, yeah. Hey, like, all, there's a lot of questions that can Cisco, be Cisco, I'm going to pay you monthly to be a stand-up comic at your will. How many shows did you do this month? I did uh, two shows. Bro, there's 30 days in this. <laughs> yeah. And you did two shows? Bro, come on, man. I'm paying you monthly to do be yeah. so. That's where the whole thing comes in. There's no quota, but if you're not if you're not producing, you're you're there to work. Yeah. If you're not producing you know, as a, as a traffic enforcement officer. I don't I don't know if this is a myth or not, but I heard through the grapevine from a cop that depending on how many you write is what is it the part like you pretty much get to choose. Like if you write a good amount of tickets or something, you get to stay in that department. 
Let's answer that after this break. We'll be right back. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Hey, it's Justin. Wanted to thank you. You guys have been huge. Blackout Coffee let us know that you've been killing it over there on our website. Thank you very much. They've even offered a new code for us. It's DSP20. That's going to get you 20% off your order. So DSP20 is going to grab you 20% your re-up of your coffee now that you're probably finished with that first bag. So go over to our website, DonutShopPodcast.com, or hit up BlackoutCoffee.com to get your 20% off with DSP20. Thanks. Now back to the show. All right, yeah, we are back. All right, so the question you asked. Oh, so, yeah. My question is, uh, and I've heard, I've heard this through the grapevine, yeah. where it's like, if you work in a really good city, like yeah. let's, percent, let's pretend Miami Springs, right? Which yeah. is nice as hell, not a lot of crime, right? They're actually right? some, they have their, everyone has their own. Everything has their, their, their thing. Their element thing, elements. But I'm it. saying like cop safety. Yeah. You know, because there's not a lot of shootings in Miami. You don't hear like, yeah. you know, oh, there was, a, there was a shootout in Miami Springs. But yeah. like those rich motherfuckers, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, it yeah, doesn't, yeah, that doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah. So. If you want to work in a nice county, I guess, right, or or jurisdiction, jurisdiction yeah, it de- like it depends how many tickets you write. If not, they'll send you to the bottom of the barrel. No. So, uh, all right. So, Miami Springs is its own department. Yeah, yeah. it's its own thing. So mm-hmm. they're gonna work, no matter what it is. They're always gonna be in Miami Springs. Yeah. You go to a larger city, uh, say for instance. Uh, Miami. Yeah. Um, there, Miami is a melting pot. It has a whole bunch of different yeah, yeah. areas. Coconut Grove, Brickell. For sure. Downtown. Little Haiti. Wynwood. Yeah. It's like there's a whole bunch of cities within a city. You get to bid where you want to go and work. Mm. So and also goes by seniority. So if I'm a rookie, I have a year on, I just got on. You're not, not going to go to Brickell. I'm going to go to where whatever's left. Yeah. So if the guy before has more seniority picks Brickle, well, that spot's gone. Yeah. And now I'm going to get to go wherever is left, like so Little Haiti or whatever. Choice or whatever. Actually, Little Haiti gets Little Haiti yeah. gets this. So the good thing about Miami is that we have an array of officers from the areas that they work. Mm-hmm. So you have people from that grew up in Overtown. They, I want to work in Overtown. They grew up in Little Haiti. I want to work in Little Haiti. So and the people that speak Creole. Hey, I speak Creole. I want to go work in, in Little Haiti because yeah. I, I feel it. So that, that's the good thing about Miami is that our officers, Little Havana, they'll go work because I speak only Spanish. Yeah. You know, or not, I don't speak only Spanish, but that's where I grew up. You know, I have a little stake in that area. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily that. Um, but, however, when you go to units, so let's talk about units, not areas. Let's talk about units. So if I'm in a... I'm in patrol because patrol is essentially everyone's got to do patrol. Yeah, yeah. You become a cop, he becomes a cop. We're going to go to patrol, right? The people you see driving on the road, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you can see them because they're in those cars. Let's say uh, in police work, everyone has their own niche. You might like to do traffic stops. That's your thing. I like to and do DUIs traffic. and stuff. And you have your own reasons why. Maybe somebody in your family got killed by a DUI one one time back when you were a kid, and it affected you. And you say, "I want to, I want to start. This is my drive, right?" Uh, he likes community policing. He likes doing stuff with the kids. Whatever. Mm. Yeah. And I like uh, doing uh, robbery intervention, which uh, I don't like people that stick guns in people's face. So I'm chasing these guys around. The t- so we all go to patrol, right? And you start doing a lot of tickets, right? Mm-hmm. And he starts 
just doing getting community. to know businesses yeah. and knowing business. all the business owners and, yeah. and making sure that they work together. And then yeah. I call my bosses and say, this guy wants to do something for, you know, this underprivileged area, yeah. and how, you know, and, and negotiating that stuff. I, and I, then I'm looking for guys with guns. I'm getting into perimeter uh, foot chases and car pursuits because it's and I'm and that's my niche. That's, how, that's what drives me. So when you put in for traffic enforcement, mm-hmm. right, and let's say I put in and he puts in yeah. you're probably going to get the position because they're going to look at your resume and say well this guy's this guy's lights out and that you have the interview and you say your story hey no no because uh my uncle was killed in the dy and i want to i want to be it so you're going to get that position because number one you have the productivity yeah and number two that's what your passion is he might not get it because he made two uh, yeah i did two traffic two stops, traffic stops even year, though my right. crime may have been low and the citizens may have been happy with my work but it was a different yeah. thing, and then and then I got oh what did you do? Well, I got these many felonies. I got I covered this many guns off the street. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to my unit. So that's where it goes. It's not necessarily understood areas. It's more of like your niche. That's what you yeah. like to do because police work is not all traffic stuff. Because that's what yeah. I, I I've made when I was on the road for five years. I made three drug arrests. There's a lot of messed up things going on, right? Yeah. Uh, I personally believe I do. I do support the whole Black Lives Matter thing, right? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like um, I was having a conversation with somebody where it's like, uh, actually, Carlos does a joke about this, yeah. where, you know, because people were like, well, cops' lives matter, to hap- uh, you know, matter too. And, and I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I respect, you know, for the, mo- for the most part, what cops do. Yeah. I can never do what you guys do. Like, yeah. go up to a car and, and just don't know what the hell's about to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, referencing what Carlos' Carlos's joke, it's like, you sign up for this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the worst thing that could happen in my job is that I get heckled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the worst day at my job, mm-hmm. right? The, when you first sign up to be a cop, they give you a, they give you a belt with a taser, with a, a baton, with a gun, with, yeah. you know, with a dog, a battery ram. And, you know, yeah. like, you have to think to yourself, like, something might go down at this job. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, like, but here's where the here's where the pushback comes. It's like we understand we signed up for it, but yeah. when we have to enforce or do something, it gets misconstrued because there is uh, a misunderstanding or just ignorance, and, and it's not in a negative way. It's just like, hey, this is what we're allowed to do. This is why why yeah. we do this. People just see what we do and like, oh, because they do this. Wait a minute, time out. We're doing this because mm-hmm. of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, you said, oh, this cop stopped me. I said. Why did yeah. he stop you? Where, where were you? Oh, I was by Porky's. Yeah. Did you see a lot of cocaine dealing at Porky's? So there's there's a lot that goes behind it. Yeah. You just see, and and then, and you know what? It's a failure on our end. I believe I believe the that education. there's an outdated training. Maybe I don't know because I don't I don't work for the cops or anything right. like that. I've, and there's and there's going back to what I was saying about yeah. you know maybe I did I didn't I didn't look ghetto for him to feel you know. Uh, Give you this perspective, right? Yeah. Growing up, there was two famous TV shows on Saturday night, right? Cops and America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Those were the two yeah. biggest TV shows when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. I was probably 10, 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Cops, they show black guys running away from cops, Mex- you know, Latinos running, like, you know, just yeah. either Cholo or or just a hood black dude. They showed trailer very, park. Very, very. Yep. They, they showed did, but they they did. It's what you but, saw. But yeah. they did. Yeah. But for the majority, yeah. even in the trailers, when it, when you see the trailer for cops, 
Yeah. You, you see the black guy running away and the cops, you know, like, yeah. It, yeah, they would show some trailer park here and there, but, like, you remember and, and what sticks to you is the blacks and the Latinos, right? Yeah. Then you have America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Where a big percentage of them are white, co- like white people yes. mm-hmm. doing smart crimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, this guy got away with... A hundred million dollars, you know, whatever, whatever it is yeah. by by scamming, you know, wipe, you know, and, and it's just like so growing up. Yeah. My mentality. And this is and this is just off of, you know, and I grew up in Hialeah. So just looking at just watching TV and, and getting brainwashed because it took a lot to like really untangle that mentality. Because, yeah. dude, like I was afraid of black people at some t- at a certain point. Mm-hmm. I would never go to Carroll City because I was like, yo, those people, you know. Because that's just how my brain was wired, you know, and I feel like, um, and, you know, it's it's a little harder when it's two cops talking to you. No, no, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I want you to talk. That's but why I you're... feel like, I feel like for the most part, and I'm not saying, and I don't think this is like a South Florida thing. Yeah. I think it's across the country, mainly, mainly as far as, what? as far as where cops look at black people and they're like, he's up to something. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's. Again, I don't think I've never really experienced a lot of that here in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I experienced this shit in like Alabama and Kentucky, where right, so. you know, like, like a cop came up to me and was, you know, after a show and was like, "You're pretty funny for a black guy." You yeah, know what I'm so. saying? Like, like shit like that, where you're just like. Here, and here's where uh, I, I I have this belief that South Florida is its own bubble. Because mm-hmm. when I see people, I don't I just see the person. I don't see the color, the skin. Which is great. Yeah. Which I think that there should be a, a, a sensitivity training like that I for you for I everybody. Can't, I can't say it does or does not happen because I have no knowledge of what happens outside of South Florida because I'm not there. Yeah. So to speak on something out there, and you travel the nation, so you might have interactions. Yeah. I've here seen I've seen it all, bro. Well, yeah. one of the one of the things that I picked up on you said. Is the untangling, and 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 that's kind of what you were saying. And then Nick kind of said there's a bit of a failure on that yeah. on untangling, and you know not to get conspiracy or tinfoil hat, but you know the the media kind of throws a little bit of oh, that out. Sure. Yeah. This is what you for saw because sure. you just painted what you saw yeah. as a, as a kid on Saturday nights was was this stuff. And I mean, cops did great things as well. For no, for sure, a lot of opening the eyes of people yeah. and it was that first reality show to really show people and and we we uh, where I work you know we do uh, citizens police academies and stuff and a lot of agencies do these and that's where people would do themselves a service getting in and seeing that kind of stuff and because and, there's a lot to untangle because yeah. you only see that 30 second clip on the news of of the course. quick clip of the quick cell phone video, and it gets tangled in well, a lot of our minds. And it gets tangled in my mind when I sit there and I watch some of this stuff right now. Let me on interject on, on some of that stuff. Cops was the, oh, man, what is that, like 5% the, of our job? Maybe even less. Oh, oh for, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They just but, want action and But the running, difference is you know. that you knew that. Yeah, right. you as cops knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that's every day. Right. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's that's something that happens every second of every day. So, yeah. so, and to go back to what we've tried to implement or what we started was was a vlog uh, for our agency, and it's doing very well. And it's it's everything. It's just course, you're just humanizing the department. Well, you're making you get. You're, you're humani- see- no, no. What I mean by humanizing yeah. is like you're you're coming off as hey, we're we're people too. You know what and I'm saying? What? We're if not. That, if that's what you get out of it, good. Which is great, though. But but what I'm trying what I'm mm-hmm. trying to convey is, let me show you the 95 percent of what nobody sees. So if you go, oh, these guys are just humans. 
well, that's not what I we're trying to show you. We're just trying to show you 95%, which the cops failed to show. Yeah. So, and you know what? There, that guy who stopped you, I don't know what his reasonings were. Yeah. And maybe he could have went about it a different way. And speaking, maybe. And you know what you remembered is the first thing he said to you. Right? Yeah. Uh, listen, dude, anything but uh, cocaine and we're good. Yeah. I mean, that's not how you talk to people. Yeah. You know, right away you're putting like, wait, well, who is this guy? But if you, if you can get to where you're trying to get in a different way and speak in a different way, mm -hmm. you know, you can still get the end result. I get a read off you and you react the way that, that I'm trying to see. Oh, no, he's, this guy's yeah. good. You know what I mean? And even so, even if you react... I might question you. It's not like, oh, you reacted. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to sure. search your car. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to I'm gonna divulge. I'm going to go a little more. But you're a good cop. It's not. It's not. And, and I'm not me. saying there's not. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that everybody's a bad cop or yeah. there's a good percentage of just good cop, like a, or a good percentage of just bad cops. I believe there's bad apples. Mm -hmm. I, anything, I, and, and listen, you almost there's put somebody in the face yeah, as a comedian. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, it happens all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, there's there's always somebody that tries to find a shortcut yeah. or does something like when you said earlier, like. I'm I'm in it because you know uh, you know some so there was people, DUI like yeah. you know somebody killed my dad and you yeah. know in a DUI yeah. I believe there's people there that is. are in this in the force yeah. because you know a black guy killed my dad and I'm always I'm gonna you know what I'm saying like right you, you know what Listen. you know what and you know what to say hundred percent no I yeah. I'd be stupid to say that mm -hmm. just like I could be stupid to say all cops are this. There might be. It's just no. so many police officers, bro. I can't say yeah. it for everybody, but what I can say is from my experience and what I've seen, I don't I know nobody to have said something along those lines. I don't think it's more of something that that is going to be said or yeah. exposed per se. Yeah. I think it's more like it's possible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm doing stand up to I did stand up to appease my dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not because I wanted to be the greatest comedian in the world. Yeah. I started trying to please my dad. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now I love what I do, and, I'm, and I have different goals and different views on it. But, you know, like, I truly believe that there's, you know, and they make movies off of this shit, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas, like, you know, this guy becomes a cop, so he could, uh, what's the one with, um, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I, with the one with Damon Wayans? No, not Damon Wayans. About Martin Lawrence, how he had to get a diamond. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, there's a, there's another one where Leonardo DiCaprio's in it, and oh, departed, oh, oh, departed. departed. Yeah, the Departed, yeah. where the dude became a cop. Yeah. So he could be, cause yeah, because he, he grew up in the mob, exactly, and he became a cop so he could facilitate yeah. the the running. I don't know and if that was, was that it, or his dad was a. I don't remember. Well, it was kind of like his stepdad or whatever, right, the, right. whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. Um, but I believe there's certain stories to that extent. Yeah. Now, can we prove it? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe it's maybe I'm full of shit. Could be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe, but, but, but maybe I'm full what? of shit. It's you know what helps is this. Yeah. So, am I full of shit? Am I just thinking this shit? How about I go talk to some cops and then you start determining and not, and you can't you can't interview. That's why I say yeah. Not a hundred percent, bro. I no. can't tell you a hundred percent because I never talked to hundred percent of the police officers of in the world. I mean, look at look at back in the back in the mob days, how many cops got wrangled up, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. having mafia ties, and then mm -hmm. you know, then drug ties in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? So there's always there's there's always gonna be bad cops. Yeah. Always, yeah. you can't stop it. Yeah. You, you know, maybe you know. You could do uh, a little bit more research. I don't know what kind of research they do when they hire people, here's background the, checks. Here's, uh, here's the thing. It's like 
let's let's set things on fire and whatever. Let's just get angry, right? Yeah. Over a certain thing, but we have no solution. So well, that's the thing that's that's killed me the most. Um, Wait, what do you mean past? by that though? Oh, let's let's rethink police. Okay, let's talk about it. I'm willing to sit what, down. Like defund police? Not, like that whole situation? Not, not defund, but I guess defund falls into that. But what's your problem with police officers? Mm-hmm. That's a question. So what's your problem with police officers? I have no issues. And then, and I can give you at least from, and I can't speak on everyone, you know, his agency or whatever, but I can speak on my agency. And when we had, okay, we had a heat, the heat got behind the Black Lives Matter, um, you know, every, the NBA is doing the whole Black Lives Matter. and uh, Yeah. So the, the Heat, uh, our agency and the Heat, we paired up. Yeah. Let's do a training. Heat, bring on who you want. Let's talk to our officers. Let's get this training in there, right? So we had this training, and the guy's talking about all this stuff that agencies can do, right? We do all that. Our department, I can't speak for every department, are light years ahead of these movements. Uh, we want this. We want that. We want this. Like uh, we have that. Maybe not. Because okay, again, to say to defend a whole entire nation is yeah, it's is impossible. Stupid. Yeah, you can't do that. It's impossible. But what you're saying, we have in place yeah. already. And we want body cameras. We got it. You know, we want community policing. We have it. We mm-hmm. want this. We have it. What else do you need? Oh, yeah. We got it. So then, what do you? What? What's the argument behind? It? Like, that sucks. Whatever happens over there, but let's not let's not mess up our relationship. What we have here in our community, and for what sure, we built for you sure. Understand? But there's but the, the the other issue is that there's cops that make you guys look bad. Like like when when they had that whole thing in downtown, and uh, what was it? There was a uh, I don't know if he was Latino or whatever, but he had like a slick back hair and a black police officer, like a black young black woman. Had to push him away. That was uh, Fort Lauderdale. Was it Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, Lauderdale. So, so yeah, Fort Lauderdale. So, that yeah. guy got hyped up. Yeah. yeah, and then he started getting cir- encircled by people and stuff, and he turned around and pushed that girl out of the way and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it so bad. it's like it, it looks horrible. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, all right, well, look, as a comic, right? Yeah. Um, when I first started doing comedy and people and people had a funny laugh, I'd make fun of them mm-hmm. <laughs> immediately. I'd make fun of you. On the spot, yeah. Be like, what's wrong with you? You don't laugh like a normal person. Yeah. What, 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 what the hell's wrong with you, right? Yeah. I stopped doing that. What's normal? Yeah. Why? Because the moment I stop make I make fun of you and I and I make fun of your laugh and who you are as a person, you're not gonna laugh for the rest of the show and everybody around you is gonna feel uncomfortable. Yeah, right. I had to learn that. Yeah. Right. So, like, for example, like that guy that that did that. He had to learn how to control his emotions. Yeah, yeah you're totally. a police officer. You're 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 up. You're 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 supposed to be an outstanding citizen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That protects and serves, you know, us. Now, granted, as human beings, we also have to understand. Let's not push. Let, let's not let's not yeah, try to put let's not times. try to put my hand in a dog's mouth like he's not gonna bite that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's one of the other things is yeah, yeah. you're gonna sit here and keep pushing the buttons, keep pushing yeah. the buttons. It's like somebody's it's like, gonna oh, flip. Yeah, where do you want that? You're looking for a reaction. Yeah, yeah. and you got it. Yeah. and then you say ah, they reacted. Yeah, and, eh. then, and then yeah, and then now you see you know whatever yeah. whatever people's it's, motivations. It's are. just everybody has to learn. Look, man, there's always there's a cause and effect mm-hmm. for everything, right? Like Kenosha, Wisconsin, right? That guy should have never walked away. Yeah. Should have never walked into his car. Should have never looked like he was grabbing anything. You know what I'm saying? 
at the same time, did he deserve seven bullets in his back? I don't think so. Maybe because there was so many opportunities up until he got to that point that he could have, you know, uh, whatever, tackled him, arrested him, should have never got to that point. Like, the dude's literally following him. With a, I don't know, was it taser or gun in his hand? I don't, yeah, I don't, it was a taser first. All the details. Did he have the knife on him? No, it's, he. It's it was in. It was in the truck because there's there's certain camera angles that I know yeah. you're seeing on social media that show an item in front of him. I don't know if those are debunked or not. Yeah. So um, on on whether that's so. And I'm going to give you multiple scenarios because I can't. Here's the thing that we learn, and and this is again, it's not. It's it, it could be. I get it why people don't understand. It's because we don't, we don't do a good job explaining. And we have to, when, before things happen like that, mm-hmm. we have to explain. Like, this is what we do. This is why we do it. This is the reason behind it. If I talk to you about the, hey, the nightclub that you're at, hey, did it get raided? Hey, did it not? Were you driving in the area? Were you pulling out of the parking lot? Were you doing everything? So you, it, it might go, oh, okay, I get it. It might not be right what the guy said to you, mm-hmm. but you understand how it got there. Of course. Right, it's, right, a, right? It's, a, it's a cause and effect. Yeah, so, so you know there's, what I'm saying? There's, there's behaviors, there's things, and there's training that we do. And, um, you know, it could be some, some instances there's a lack of, lack yeah. of training or they, they never went to apprehend the guy we don't know what the officers saw if they saw a knife or they saw the guy holding something mm-hmm. well guess what i'm not i'm not going to go hands-on with this person because if it's a knife uh my bullets in you know whatever you believe in the movies unless it's a, a well-placed uh shot to the heart and even so you could still you could still move before the blood goes out of your body and then you go limp or a shot to your head where it completely incapacitates you it's really hard to put rounds into somebody who's stabbing you with a knife. For sure. And you might not, even this close, he's probably, he might miss because he's going, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, reacting and yeah. trying to oh, pull a gun out. So there's, there's a lot of, I'm not going hands on with a guy that has his hands in, in, in his waistband, you know, before he, if he's, if he's, I might look for a window because it's windows that open and close. For sure. This is my windows that I got. Like a joke. F- figure it out. If you, mm-hmm. like, I had a couple of jokes that you had, but you were talking, I can't go back because they're not going to make sense. <laughs> but there's windows, you know? Yeah. There's windows. Figure it out. This is police work. Figure it yeah. out. And this is how quick it is. You get your hand in there, you got a chance to grab that guy, secure his arms, tackle him to the ground, handcuff him, and then find out what he's touching on his waistband. Because, number one, I, I, again, I, I can't give you the, uh, like, all the details because I don't have yeah, yeah. I'm talking in any, in yeah. any situation. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. I'm going to secure that guy because uh, I was there on a call because it was domestic violence. This was the aggressor, and there's well, he big, wasn't even aggressor or or on the receiving end. He was well, just was trying it? to. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was trying to separate. Well, first off, they were on the floor wrestling him for some reason. So yeah. they, were, they were already wrestling him for some yeah. reason, and then she's screaming. These are things that I've read. She's screaming, "He's got my kids in the car. He's got my kids in the car." Yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So let's. We all I get it. Here, here's on my end. I know the system. I yeah. know how things work. I can't give you. I can't give you a concrete answer. For sure. Here's on the, the the other end. It doesn't know the system. Doesn't know how things work. That guy was wrong. He shouldn't have shot him that many times. This and that. At the end, when everything comes out, I can say, "This is everything." He shouldn't have shot him that many times. Yeah. Before then, I can't tell you because guess what? If it takes eight shots to put somebody down. And stop a threat that could be perceived that this guy's going for a gun because where do people hide guns? No, in the car. In the car where? Yeah. I mean, it could be on the side. On it could the be side, on the, on you know, the whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've been for sure. times. I actually bluffed a guy one time who the whole van full of people before I was a police officer. They were going to get out and, and 
and fight me or whatever because some guy asked me where weed was. Hey, you know where we get some weed from? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you need weed? Yeah, I go, being an asshole. I go, hey, yeah, there's a nursery down that sells plants in between the plot, uh, pots. There's, I'm sure there's some weeds that grow, and they got heated. There was, so they got out of the car, the van, and I reached down under my seat. And when I reached down under my seat, I'm like, go ahead. Go ahead. So I bluffed. Had nothing under the seat. <laughs> they got, the guy's like, you look back at, uh, to his boys, he's like, nah. So what you got under a little 22? And I was like, you'll find out. But I went under my seat. That's yeah. the ununiversal rule. Somebody reaches under the seat. For sure. He's good. So where did this guy go? From what it looked like, he went towards under the seat. So I perceive it. And any other human being out there that's stuck in that situation, that's... Yeah, they could, windows, see, they could see that. I get that. These windows are That's going- why I said, like, it's just it's a hard... Like, that's a hard example of getting mad at the police. Well, and it's right? tough, and this is what's been killing me over this past six months because, like, what I do is a community officer, and, mm-hmm. and I and I and I. Speak oh, you got a lot of work to do. And I speak. <laughs> you got a lot of work to and, do, and buddy. You know and you know what's a bummer is a lot of work that I've all we've already done for years, for sure. and years and yeah. years. That then one thing gets pulled, it pulls it right back yeah. down. And we got to start over. Wait again. a minute, it's, it's like a bummer. But I want to go yeah. ahead. Continue. But I want to. Like through this whole thing, I've wanted to be able to just get into those meetings, talk to those people, get out in the street, and it's it's so much easier face to face than creating a, a Facebook post with a photograph yeah. and some typed words or whatever. Because we know typed words don't work with people because yeah, yeah. you read it in whatever tone. So and, and to actually look at somebody in the eye and explain to them and go, these are the things that, from my experience, I see, and these are what I do, and then and then stopping and listening and say, now what do you see? And listening to it and taking it yeah. in and going and turning around and all right, well, now how can we change what we do? But then also, is this conversation helping you to change how you handle yourself or maybe how you teach your kids how to, you know, just different things yeah. like that? And that's what we do in the streets and talk. And COVID, we can't do it as much. Yeah, or yeah. now you're, you're trying to talk to somebody like this. Yeah. And you're breathing heavy, yeah. and it, it's, it's and if you, you know, don't, a lot of challenges these days, man. A lot of challenges. What I was gonna say is on that. You said we have a lot of work to do, and maybe with the people that don't get it, that don't live the day to day, the day to day struggles that some of these inner cities do, but in the inner cities, man, huge support. Yeah, going through these times, huge. Yeah. And you would be shocked. We go to Midtown, right? It's a couple, two officers in my in my crew. They go to Midtown to go to eat. Midtown and the, and the Miami area is affluent area. Yeah. You know, a very I guess social justice. It's like almost like a Winwood, but a little more upscale in Midtown. So it, it actually is in the, uh, the jurisdiction or the the district of Winwood, whatever. Neither here nor there. They go to a, a restaurant, right? And as they're walking in, there's some people on the the patio area before they get into the restaurant to order some food to take it back to the station and uh, uh, a lady goes ew because she goes uh, excuse me six feet please to the officers so the officers are like uh, okay and one officer she's a female hilarious she goes oh for you I'll stay eight feet you know it just is like man what, we're just walking into the things but they were already targeted so then there's people in the restaurant, people in line, you know, mask off or whatever. And I did this. So they go to order, right? So when they're about to order, they go, yeah, can I get the... And they, put your mask back on! Put your mask back on! You, We're not serving you unless you have your mask back on. So she's like, oh, I apologize. But there's like, everyone here has mask on. I was just taking it down so you could hear me. The other officer's like, let's go. Let's get out of here. So they leave, right? So they go to uh, Little Haiti. Little Haiti, a uh, little more urban and yeah. they, and Chef Creole. Yeah. So they, in, in that area, 
they ended up and we don't um, put it this way they took care of them officers no 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 no. we want to thank you yeah. thank you so much this and that and it was a different feel so the people in that are living the area that they're like we need the, we need the police yeah. don't, 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 don't defund the police well, listen police. There's, it's, there's different it's uh and I can say this because I'm I'm half black I guess uh <laughs> yes <laughs> um white people are is, is what's killing this movement you know what I'm saying? That's like, that's like you, white people, I didn't say it, you white said people, it. And white I'm like nodding because and I listen, hear you. And listen, at the end of the day, right? Um, I remember growing up where just white people would stand up for black people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And which is cool to a certain extent, but once you push it to that to that place where it's like, all right, you're taking it, you're taking it too far. Like we didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like, look at look at look at the, the all the protests. Like most of the people that were making that were doing damage were of white descent so we spoke about that per se and the the uh, the people that participated in the fir- when the when the riots kicked off in miami when mm-hmm. cars were on fire man you know the, it started out with thousands of people right yeah thousands of people out there for the right reasons right and then mm-hmm. let's say thousands you get 200 knuckleheads that embed themselves in there right yeah of course so you get people that like I, I want justice for this guy, uh, George Floyd, right? Yeah. Completely wrong what that officer did, yeah. that long. Him, him and all the officers around right. him. So mm-hmm. subdued that long, uh, that's it. Yeah, why, why do you even, the guy's subdued, he's done. So just get your knee off the neck. But you know what bothered me? You know what I think is a big thing? Pride. Pride in police work, you got to get rid of pride. You it does. Get, it's the biggest enemy. You yeah. got to get rid One of, of pride. Pride is the biggest thing. You're a human, I'm a human, right? I might make a mistake and I'll apologize to you. I'm sorry. I I. This is why I did what I did. This, I'm sorry about that. But the guy was saying, "Sir, you got his knee. On, you got a knee on the neck." Okay, that was like five minutes into it, bro. But you got his knee on his neck, and it kept going. It's like that. If you can't, let's say in in the heat of a moment, right? We're taught to put the knee on the on the shoulder blade, right? And that can control you. If I got my knee on your, on your shoulder blade, you can't get up. I got my knee and put my weight on your shoulder blade, right? You won't be able to get up. No matter how hard you try, and I'm just kneeing on your shoulder blade. Because your whole body is trying to move like that, and then you, you got other position or whatever. But in the heat of the moment, if I'm fighting and I got my knee, and my knee all, just goes to your neck on accident because you can't, I'm not precise. We're humans. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm not precise. It might happen. When somebody points that out to you, you say, oh, let me, let me readjust my, of re- course. Adjust my knee. But the moment somebody points, because there's, they're not police officers and I have authority over you, I think, I think that whole incident was pride. That's pride. Right. And that, that's a I don't disagree. That's, that's very much horrible in yeah. police work. And we need to But what do you call it with the other guy just you know, knowing that that was going down? Like let's say let's you know, let's say you were the one on his neck and you were watching like right. you wouldn't say anything? The rookie the rookie kid? Yeah. The rookie kid and and uh that kid that kid's life is messed up. And I don't and again, I'm not going to speak on things that haven't been done with or whatever, but as, I, as a rookie I understand what happens as a rookie. It's like when you're in football can't really say anything to a vet. No, you. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless you're that cocky rookie, but you could see it in his face that he was just like, and w- like, you could tell, right? Like in the video, you could tell that that kid didn't really agree with how the whole situation was going down. So, oh, yeah. and I'm and now I'm yeah. teaching. I'm yeah. teaching these uh, recruits and everything that come out, and then we and this has been implemented before, and that's what I say. Maybe I don't know. I can't speak for 100. percent but I know where we're doing, and yeah. what we're doing is we're holding each other accountable for each other's actions. Yeah. 
So if you yeah, see dude, something, just what's right, what's what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong, and don't be afraid to say something. No say? matter how long. Huh? What do you say? We're humans, right? Yeah. Cops are humans that get temperaments and they get pissed off. Of or, course. Right? So it's on me to see Justin getting pissed off at you and say, bro, I got this. Yeah, tap out. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I got this. You know, For back sure. off. Hey, man, let me talk to you. And you just, you got to be. Yeah, smooth it over. Smooth it over, man. This is what's going on. And you get down to that human thing and, and um, we're we're teaching that. Uh, and I, and we've taught that in the past. And we've yeah. gone. That's why I say when I hear things, I'm like, bro, we, we do this. So when it when going back to when this stuff popped off in our area, I was like, I left. I told my wife, no way, not in Miami, not in our hood. We are good with our people. We've had a, sh- a shaky past in, in the past, whatever. But it, you can't acknowledge that, and you can't move forward. So yeah, shaky past. We move forward. We build bridges. Everything's good. No way, babe. Don't worry about it. This is nothing. We're, we'll be all right. We're gonna escort the the crowd that wants to go. We're gonna get in front and we're going to make sure the intersections are blocked and no cars hit them and we're going to be in the back and we're going to we're going to navigate them and we're going to help them out where you guys want to go you want to go right let's go right you guys want to go left let's go left you guys want to go to the police station let's go to the police station right so yeah. that's facilitate what, that's what we were on that's yeah. that's the tip that we were on but then you got 200 knuckleheads that are not from this area mm-hmm. and there's intel and there's videos I'm from Oakland. I'm from here. I'm from there. They got flown in to do whatever they had to do, right? And and it went it went from thousands yeah. to hundreds to hundred to fifty to twenty. Yeah. To where it's like Miami got with it and we're like, we want the right things to happen, uh, but we're not with that. That's yeah. not us. That's not our style. Yeah, for sure. We don't deal with that. We yeah. don't burn our own cities. We don't write all over our, our walls unless yeah. it's Winwood. Shout out to Winwood. Yeah. But that's where that's that's where we when I got I got taken back, I was like, What happened? Yeah. And I was there, bro. I was getting rocks thrown at me. My car was sitting right here by the way, the camera's that car on fire, heat, you feel the heat, all the smoke. And I was like, What is this? What yeah. is this? Now and and going back and I'm not I don't defend, I'm just putting you in my in my mind frame, right? We have to take over uh, an intersection that, that they're in because they're already looting businesses and they're throwing, setting things on fire. So we're trying to prevent any further destruction of property. But yet we need to get this inter- intersection out of control and control this crowd. Yeah. How would you do that when people are yelling at you and pissed at you? How do you do that? I'm asking. I mean, it's, it's tough, dude. I don't work for the cops, so I don't know. I don't go I to. Would, look, cops. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be real with you. I don't go to. I, I've never gone to a riot or, or a march. Yeah. I, I know what's going to happen. I know how humans work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't put myself in a position. I've never been arrested. Yeah. Never. You know, maybe I've gotten put in handcuffs because I talked back to a cop, but I've never been arrested. I've never done. And I've never stolen anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. I don't go to those things because I already know how human beings function, mm-hmm. right? Like, I immediately got phone calls. Yo, we're gonna, this is what we're going to be. Yeah. We're going to be here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I was like, go have fun. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll do everything I can. I'm, I'm 34. Oh, so you. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen some fucked up stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, do your thing. March, I support. On top of that, it's hot, so I'm not going to walk. <laughs> so, like, that's the other glorious thing about Florida. It's yeah. Florida. Is, hey, there's so many Hot better things. Rains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was like, I, I already know how this is going to end up. Sure enough, 30 minutes later, there's riots, you know, not necessarily crazy riots, but it's, it's stupid things that are going on, right? That's the first thing. Then I had a show at the Miami Improv, 
and I receive a flyer saying that there's going to be a riot in the Rouse City place. Yeah. Now I'm That's pissed. Yeah. Now I'm pissed because now my show's got to get canceled. I'm going to lose money. You know what I'm saying? You like, like I support the movement. I'm down for it, but let's be peaceful about it. As long like, as it doesn't disrupt like, my shows? Is that what no, you're saying? No, because no, What are think, we on here? Think of it like this, right? I'm, I'm trying to provide. Right. Technically, I don't have a family. You yeah. know, it's me. But I'm trying to provide for me. Yeah. COVID hit. I don't have, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's not a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. for me as a comic to make money. You got bills to pay. You know, it was, yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, if they defund the police, like, you guys got bills to pay. How the hell are you going to provide for your kids? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't, I don't agree with defunding the police. I don't agree. Like, is, you know, yeah, bad shit happens yeah. every day. People die every day that shouldn't die. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it could be a drive-by shooting that went three blocks the wrong way and somebody was just cooking in the window and, it, and they got shot and died. Right, yeah. Bad things happen to everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's just how you go about it that, that you know, is how things are going to get fixed. What is, uh, uh, man, and this, is a, this can go on for hours and hours yeah. and hours and hours. And, we'll, we'll have, no, we'll and, and let me tell you something. There's no right or wrong here in this conversation. No, no, but it's a conversation. I per, this is my personal belief, right? Yeah. There's things that you know that, and you know what I'm saying, that are, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm just an outsider looking in. And, you go. and I have a bunch of police friends. Yeah. And, I, and I get different stories from different cops. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to we'll close it out on this. I heard Carlos Mencia steals jokes. I heard Carlos Mencia... Uh, rips people. Da, 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 da. I heard Carlos see is this way, and, mm-hmm. and I know it to be true because Joe Rogan. There was a clip of Joe Rogan mm-hmm. fighting with Carlos Mencia. You have a different perspective because you've been with Carlos Mencia. Well, I'll tell you this. Go. Uh, when people say that, this is my response. I didn't know him at that time. Yeah. I don't know what kind of person he was at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. I didn't know his comedy at that time. You know. So like I can't. I don't make judgments on anybody until I personally meet him. Yeah. So if it did it happen, maybe. Yeah. Did 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 he steal jokes? I don't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I wasn't I, I wasn't a comic. I wasn't at the store. I wasn't part of that elite group of comics that came out of that era. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. All I could tell you is since I've met the man, I haven't seen any of that. So so I got to take what? Your word for it or no? No. Everybody has their opinion. Okay. And, and I have to respect your opinion just as much as you have to respect mine. I'm getting that. That's so it. You, got, you know. That's the thing. is It sucks because you know. Because yeah. you know who he is now. Yeah. Maybe he did something. Right, Maybe you know what, he did, bro. You know the ins and outs of what is going on now. Yeah. And for me to speak on what he's doing now, no, he's still stealing jokes. You're yeah. like, bro. You know what I mean? That's not Well, that's where, that's where I would be like, I'm buying your ticket. Right. Come sit down at a show. Watch what he does now, and you make the right assumption. And this is where I go back to that police need to do a better, uh, a better way of communicating. Here are the rules. Here are the yeah. regulations. This is what we do. Hey, take your time, uh, Cisco. Figure out. Uh, learn about our things and then make your assumption about why this officer went to that versus jump into a conclusion because this person 
said that. That's and that's where, I, and I'm I'm cool with because I understand it because I could step back and of say course. I understand what I understand why they're thinking that. I understand why that, and I understand that it looks bad because they just don't understand, and it, and it bothers me because I'm like, man, you don't understand that this guy went to a place where there was there's always a you know if they're gonna, if I'm gonna hide a gun it's gonna be in the glove box if it's for purposes I might slide it in my seat or put it under my seat mm-hmm. if I don't want if I get pulled over by the police right. I'm a police officer. I put my gun on the side of my seat, and I put my hands on the wheel, and I say, just to let you know, I'm a law enforcement officer, and I have my service weapon right here yeah. on the side of me, okay? But I'm not trying I'm not. I have no criminal history. I'm not a convicted felon, so I'm not trying to hide the weapon. Yeah. If I'm trying to hide the weapon, it goes under my seat. Yeah. I, so this way, if I get pulled over, there's a chance that the officer's not going to look into my car. He won't see it under my seat, but it's still accessible yeah. to me. And I can reach down with my right hand versus my left hand because... I'm righty. So I'm going to reach down with my right hand, grab the gun. Lefty, I got to reach across, grab the gun. It's awkward. This yeah, is yeah. More comfortable There's no me. setup. So yeah. I'm right here. So, so you, once you put in, it's called the totality of the circumstance and what you know and what you perceive as a reasonable officer. So, so you know all this. So the problem is that we don't convey that yeah. to, the, to the Joe citizen. And yeah, they're for like, sure. oh, this and that, this and that. So they, somebody runs with it. The news tells them well, this is what it is. And you say, well, that's what it is. That's what it is. You're like, oh, no, man. And I'm like, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. All I got to say is two things, right? The first thing is if there's any cops watching this and you pull me over and I try to reach to the side, it's because there's probably a French fry (laughs) or some shit. I don't own guns. I I love guns. Yeah. I respect guns. Yeah. I don't own it because I know my attitude and I and I and I know me as a human being. Same thing my dad says. Yeah. Like, I know me. I know if I lose my cool. I'm going to get that fucking gun and do whatever it is. That's why I've never owned a gun before. Yeah. I'll go to a gun range. I'll shoot. I'm a great shooter, yeah. but I can't, I can't own a gun. How would that foot chase look? But no, no, there's no foot chase. It's either <laughs> it's ride or die, baby. I forgot. Whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. I was, so, I was so focused on the fry thing. Uh, no, I don't know what the other thing is. But, but, but my thing is, oh, the other thing was this. Um, as humans, yeah. right, and, and this doesn't necessarily go for you, but maybe people that are watching, um, we need to make informed decisions, right? Uh, don't let don't let social media or the news, you know, sway what your decision is. Read, yeah. look up, inform yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a there's a, a YouTube site that I go to where this guy shows videos of why this why the cop shot who he shot and you know oh he made a stupid decision by pulling out his gun and he should have you know like like the totality of circumstances circumstances yeah. right and um just you know like i like listen there's there's i've seen videos of things happening where i'm just like people are like oh it's fucked up and i'm like eh. you know like mm-hmm. he was kind of wrong yeah. you know what i'm saying like i get pulled over 10 and 2 yeah. i'm not moving you know what I'm saying? Like, granted, whatever whatever the fuck it is, I could be a black guy, white guy, whatever it is. I could be white right now. I get pulled over, 10 and 2. I want the cop to understand I'm not trying to do anything because I understand their line of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen too many videos of, you know, a cop turning around to go check their license and then they get shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even fucking sta- sucks, dude. Even they're standing there. They, they'll, they'll have their hand here and they go, no, and they're right now. You yeah. can see, I'm reaching, but I'm distracting you. Oh, yeah. because, of, and I go and they'll pop, they'll shoot the guy in the mouth. So it's not the person, it's, yeah. it's the training. And like, For sure. And, the, and here it is it's the conveying of the message to the Joe citizen. We need to be better at that. And I could see where some faults are. I'm not going to say, we did nothing wrong. Yeah. 
but we need to convey and, and un- make the public understand, look, when we stop you, there's some dangers involved. It might not be you. Yeah. But take a look at some of these videos. All right? Boom, boom. These are going to be hard to watch. Bang, 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 bang. Right? You run a couple clips. Yeah. And then you say, this is why uh, we recommend. You don't have to because there's no life. Yeah. You want to be, uh, nah, I'm going to sit right here like this. Well, that's on you, man. Yeah. But understand that these are the situations how we're trying to tell our officers Man, we want you to go home safe at night. You're doing a job. There's no reason why uh, you deserve to die. Oh, you signed up for it. You're going to die. No, there's no reason. Yes, there's a a percentage. Something's going to happen, but it is what it is. You know, the guys that clean the windows up there, they might fall. Did he deserve to die? No, but he knew what he was signing up for. But it shouldn't be that that he has to die. And if he dies, oh, he knew what he signed up for. So we try to minimize that by putting ourselves in the best situation Mm -hmm. possible. So we're not disrespecting you. And I can't talk for you personally. No, no, I get it. I don't think that was a good that was a good uh, start off conversation. <laughs> but I'm not disrespecting you, but it's just trying to hey meet us meet us halfway. And yeah. You know what? Things will, I I 100 percent agree that things will go better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just meet us halfway. That's all right. No, I agree. Definitely agree with that. You were saying a lot of stuff that I'd say, so there's no point in me reiterating. <laughs> I mean, me we reiterating. go over our time. We, went, we definitely went the over clock several times. Uh, oh, you um, did? My bad. Yeah, no, no, but it's good. It Those was things good. happen. It was good yeah. conversation, and, and we knew the show would eventually get to these types of conversations here and there. And so, uh, you know. My dog, um, Cisco. Yeah. yeah. It was fun, dude. That's you know. the thing is that, like, it's okay to have these conversations. Yeah. Uh, you know why? But as long as you to- talk with reasonable people. Because there's people that shut down and there's it's not even worth it. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. As long as, as long as we could discuss and there's no you're fucking wrong. Like yeah. I'm 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 mad enough to know. Damn, you know what? I didn't see it from that view. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. You right. know what I'm and, saying. And, and officers have to drop that pride shield yeah. sometimes and go. And a go, lot of prideful cops. And you know That's what? It. This is how that person sitting behind a, a steering wheel thinks yeah. when I approach him this yeah. way. So hey, how's I, I mean, cause right, we don't right now, most of us are it. nervous when we right. see those red and white, those red and whites, those red and blue yeah. lights. But, uh, you know I what I'm saying? Started it with good morning, good afternoon, yeah. good evening. Yeah, yeah right. Good, but it's good, man, and I, and I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Of a uh, com- comic talk, and yeah. we worked our way over here. Right, it's almost <laughs> like two podcasts in one. Yeah. But, uh, the length of it might be two podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I told you I could talk, bro. So no, my bad. Forward to. Uh, Doing it again. Let's do it. When you're in town or whatever, yeah. you know, your travels. Are you going to start doing stand up or no? I, I want to do another Heroes Night. I'm trying right. to wait till COVID uh, comes down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Think, you guys got too much heat right now. I think, uh, <laughs> no, but I think. On that side, but restrictions, the I other think, thing. Uh, I think everyone needs it. No, uh, for and, sure. And if, and if you, everyone's invited, if you don't want to come, it's okay. People on this side still need it. Law enforcement, I think nurses. And medical staff that are putting in the time and work with all this sure. stuff, they need it too. For sure. It's like that, yeah. that, re- that pressure release. But I just, right now, with all the restrictions and all that well, stuff. You let me know, bro. I'll help you put it together. My dog. You know what's up. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, with that being said, salute my brother. I'm going to oh, lift yeah. it up. I don't know what you got left. I got nothing in there, sir. All right. I was an alcoholic this show. Hold on. There <laughs> we go. Well, wait a minute. That's, that's coffee. All it right. is. My bad. All Cheers. right. Salute. Oh, that was good coffee. <laughs> calling all units. Calling all units. Donut Shop has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040.